Welcome back to the Simicult Network. I am Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And we're doing our year-end episode, wrapping up not only the year, but wrapping up our Ghostbuster month with the 1989 sequel, Ghostbusters 2, which I know we have all seen multiple times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw it multiple times this month alone. I think Honto said you watched like four times this year. <laughs> yeah. How many times did you fall asleep to it, Honto? Uh, last night. So that's at least one. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't fall asleep the other time? You just watched it like Pretty much. four times this month? Pretty much. Okay. So, okay, we'll get into it. It was, it was mainly just like I had to keep refreshing because I thought we were recording and then it's like we got to postpone that I just kept watching it. I just kept watching it. <laughs> I just kept watching it. All right. All right. Before we get into it, let's go ahead and uh, do what we do at the top of the hour. And that is guess what this has on Rotten Tomatoes. Matt, I'll start off with you. What do you think it has on Rotten Tomatoes? 45%. Hanto, your guess? 62. 53%. Do you want to guess what the audience score is? 67%. Honto? 65. 61. Now, the reason I asked that is because Ghostbusters Afterlife had a Rotten Tomatoes score of 63%, but the audience rating was a 95%. Mm. And it's insane to watch these. Really? Jumps. Yeah. Has that changed? No, that, I looked it up recently. Okay. Um, even like the the female reboot, um, the 2016 one had a 73 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And then it had like a, a audience score of like, I can't, like 40 something. What, mm, what, so. like what's the disconnect? Like what's, I don't the, know. Why it's, it's is, odd. It's so different with certain movies and I yeah. don't, I don't get that. I don't get it either. Um, but that's one of the bigger drops. I've seen a, uh, 63 versus 95%. That's mm-hmm. insane to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but okay, let's go ahead and talk about how much this movie costs to make. Hanto, I'll start off with you this time, bud. Uh, how about, how about like a 25 million? Okay. Matt, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with a 20 million. I think Hanto can see through my phone. Are you looking? Can you see behind my phone? Are uh, is you? it 25? <laughs> yeah, it's 25. Wow. Whoa. Um, and then how much did this make domestically? I have worldwide. We'll do domestic first. Okay. Hanto? 75 million. Okay. Matt? Uh, I'm going to go with 90 million. Made 112.5 million okay. in just okay. the U.S., how much did it make worldwide? Matt, go. 200 million. Hanto? 185 million. 215 million. Okay. So it was oh, not we're like we're, we're all, we're, yeah, our numbers are pretty close. Ballpark. It was not the hit that the first one was, but um, it was, I mean, that's still for 1989 dollars. That's probably adjusted at like. When was it released? 89. 89. No, no, I meant like uh, month wise. Oh, uh, I June. Think summertime. I, I sold some yeah. theaters. Okay. Ju- June 6th. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. I remember so I saw this uh, when I was on vacation. Yeah. And the the reef uh the roof was leaking. Really? Yeah, vague memories of the it's random. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So at this this is the summer of Ghostbusters 2, Batman. Oh yeah. And Last Crusade. Yeah. Yeah. So solid. I want to say solid. Last Crusade's July or August. Okay. I want to say Batman's June. I want to say Batman's pretty close to Ghostbusters okay. 2. Yeah. Or, Ghost, yeah ghostbusters 2 came out on my birthday and it was mm. like such a big deal so like everything for that birthday was happy birthday no that's right why did you have to think of uh, <laughs> I was, the I second try, part I was trying to guess. that is a song they do sing on that day <laughs> is, that, is to, that how they call it is it happy birthday i was trying to uh guess how old you were at the time oh uh, fair enough fair enough so that is all my statistics honto let's jump over to your statistics again directed by ivan reitman legal eagles dave and then the upcoming triplets that's move. That's a movie that's going to be made here soon. Hey, funny story about him um, in movie Space Jam. Bill Murray shows up at the game at the end. Yeah. And he says, I think the line is like, yeah, the only reason I'm here is because I'm friends with the producers. And the producer of Space Jam is Ivan right now. Oh, that's cool. So he actually says that line in there. 
Trivia go. with Ivan Reitman. Did you notice uh, Cannibal Girls was at the movie theater yeah. during the ghost outbreak? It's also at the movie theater in Afterlife as well. Yeah. Oh, interesting. The first yeah. time I've ever noticed it until. Yeah. I've never noticed Have it. Have you seen before. this movie? I, I just discovered it looking through his filmography. No, I've read about it, but I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces of it. It's kind of a just a, is it a B movie. Is it like James, yeah, is it like James Cameron with that Piranha movie? Uh, it's probably the same quality, I would imagine. Yeah, because it's like like I, they got to get their start somewhere. It's just kind of like goofy horror, like yeah. slasher stuff. But mm. yeah. Continuing on, we got Bill Murray as uh, Peter Bankman, the man who knew too little, Space Jam and Quick Change. Dude, I haven't seen Quick Change. I remember liking Quick Change. I do too, but it's been a while. Comedy Central. Who's the girl? The last time Who's I watched that. Is it Gina Davis? Gina Davis and then Randy Quaid. Quaid yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are actually at like eight or nine Bill Murray movies for the podcast. We're up there. So it's three Ghostbusters movies or four. Four Ghostbusters movies. Steve Zissou. Steve Zissou. Um, Scrooge. Scrooged. So we're at six. There's one more. I can't think what it is. Um... It was like a cameo in something, I think. But anyway, so we're oh, at okay. six. Okay. But I think he might be our highest one as far as cover. He's getting right? up there. I have somebody on this list that is also up there. I know. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Aykroyd is Raymond Stans. Uh, is Stans or Stanza? Stans. Stans. Yeah. You kept saying Stanza in uh, one of the, uh, I think. Ghostbusters. Oh, did I? Yeah. And I was like, it's Stans. Yeah, it's Stans. It? No, he likes Stanzas. Yeah. He likes, yeah. yeah that's what oh, saying. Yeah. okay. Uh, Blues Brothers, Evolution, and North. Uh, then we have Harold Ramis, Egon, uh, Egon Spangler. Uh, he does a voice in heavy metal, the uh, oh, anthology cool. animation movie. As Coming as a, soon to a podcast near you. I know. It uh, seems like it might be on the horizon here soon. Uh, as Good As It Gets and Knocked Up. And then we have Sigourney Weaver as Dana Barrett, who is now a art art restorist in this movie she's a cellist in the first movie which is kind of bonkers to me yeah she just moves from one art form to the next and she just casually talks about how she's going to go back to becoming a, a cellist once yeah. the, the baby gets older yeah, yeah and it's just like i was gonna say did you catch who her husband her who her I, baby's daddy this, is this is the first time i've actually like yeah gone back and looked at do you this? think that's who it is oh yeah because yeah. she says that it's okay Viol so we violinist we think it's uh um Bankman. what's his name from what Oh, it's the violinist from um, Beverly Hills Cop. 3? Yes, from Beverly yeah. Hills Cop. The villain from Beverly Hills Cop Three, who who's in the first one for his like character one scene, from his Beverly Hills Cop Three, yeah. which is weird because okay, uh, we're getting too confusing. Really yeah, quick, yeah. talk to the audience. <laughs> which is weird because I just discovered that this guy is actually the one that sets off the plot for Thelma and Louise. Never saw I, it. Yeah, I just recently just started yeah. watching it. Okay, I never saw it. That's a good it. movie. It's actually really good. Yeah. yeah. So uh, okay, so what's the actor's name? Uh, I have to go back. Uh, yeah, if keep, you keep talking. Real OK, quick. but it's the he also plays the villain in uh, Beverly Hills Cop three, but he's in one scene in the first Ghostbusters movie. It's kind of the it's kind of the guy she's kind of dating in the first. Yeah, one. Who's the stiff? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he calls um, him the stiff, I think. But like, I think it's a, you're you're supposed to make the assumption that that is Oscar's dad because she makes a comment that he's away with on, a European like, like with the uh, European symphony. Yeah. And it would make sense. Why not tie that in? I mean, yeah. And this actor's name is Timothy Carhart. Uh, okay. So, yeah, Beverly Hills Cop 3 villain, Thumb and Louise. Uh, and then Pink Cadillac is another movie he's in. What's oh. Pink Cadillac? I know is it. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. OK, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, yeah, I would assume so. And that's a good time to the first one without actually saying, yeah. you know, but. Uh, but yeah, Sigourney Weaver, Working Girl, Copycat and vamps Did you ever see is, copycat i've seen copycat a bunch of times really i've always wondered why is it good 
Uh, I liked it when I was a kid. Okay, you were so pumped. You're like, I've seen a bunch of times. It's okay. Is it any good? You're like, yeah, it's, it's, fine. it's all right. Really? Yeah, okay. I've always right. wanted to watch it. Yeah, it's uh, okay. Say Vamps. Vamps, which is with, um, uh, we talked about this on Clueless. It's the uh, Alicia Silverstone, I think, is in this movie. Yes. And I think oh, it's the director yeah. of uh, Clueless. Yes. And okay. Fast Times. I'm with you. Uh, then we have Ernie Hudson as Winston Zettermore. The Substitute. The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, which the Hand That Rocks the Cradle comes up all the time on the podcast. I know. I feel like it's coming soon. I really want to watch it for the podcast. I don't know, though. Matt says that it does not hold up because he thinks it's offensive. It's kind of offensive. Really? Well, Well, because it's, yeah, it's, I don't know, just watch it. We'll watch it, yeah. Uh, Rick Moranis as Louis Tully. Apparently he's a lawyer now? Or is it? Uh, no, he's still like he's still like the tax. Like I think the, he still does. Taxes, he's still some tax guy. But they yeah. just hired but, him as the lawyer. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then, like he goes and he said he's just finished up night school. Yeah, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> as a lawyer or whatever. I don't know. It's uh, something. Yeah, uh, Little Giants, Strange Brew, uh, Big Bully with Tom Arnold, and then this one always kind of uh, is weird to think about. But he's in the Walter Hill movie called Streets of Fire. Oh, I need to and watch Streets of Fire. Walter okay. Hill's notorious. Yeah. You know his ultra violent you know 40 hours and what else did he the did? warriors yeah the warriors yeah so it's just driver that, uh streets of fire is not as violent it's more of like a music not like a musical but there's like musical numbers i feel like okay but rick moran is one of the characters oh, cool. it's on netflix and i always mean to check it out but it's like i'm never in the mood willem, for it willem dafoe is the main villain in it Really? Yeah. I think I see that vinyl all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You probably see it on my, my shelf here. Right. Where he's got yeah. the trench coat and a gun. Yeah. I think so. It's like a yeah. cartoon. And yeah. so I need to give uh, it another try. I watched cartoon. it um, it's a, drawing. a couple years ago and I remember liking it all right. Okay. okay. It might grow with rewatches. Okay. But yeah. Um, then we have uh, Annie Potts as Janine Melnitz. Uh, from my staff. From your staff. Pretty in Pink. Jumping Jack Flash, and then she played the uh, Michelle Pfeiffer character in the Dangerous Minds TV show. What? Which wow. is weird to think I about. That. That. I didn't even know that was a thing. Dude, until, you ever uh, go down that like that path on the internet where you find out what used to be TV shows? Yes. Like yes. A League of Their Own was a TV show at one point. I think I remember really? that. Yeah. Yeah, and only one char- one actual actor from the movie came on to be in the show. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. Do you know it's there was a so Clerks cool. TV show? Yes, I think yeah. with um, Jim Brewer played. Oh, really? Not a car. Yeah. Not the cartoon. No, like an actual show. Yeah. They had the cartoon. I remember the cartoon. Yeah. But they had a show. Yeah, really. I was about the other day. But they yeah. had like. When um, was this on? I don't. I can't remember what it was. But they had like the you know Ferris Bueller. They had yep. the Ferris Bueller TV show. Um, Dude, one of the more successful ones in my eyes. I don't even know if it was successful. But Weird Science, man, that thing was on. I used yes. to watch yeah. the hell out of that show. USA. Yeah. Uh, up. Uh, not up all. What was it? The Up all night. M- it was the mo- there was a morning lineup that they had. Oh, that sounds familiar. Uh, yeah. Crap, because there okay. used to be um, uh, 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 there used to be like working was on there. Oh, with Fred Savage. Fred Savage. Yeah, they had um, working on a call night. Yeah, yeah, and it had like the oh wow the, the intro yeah. where they all just walking to work. It's I remember like, really I liking that show. I forgot about that. I think it's from yeah. Metropolis. I think they use stock footage from Metropolis. Yes, yeah. they do. You're right. And then uh, there's like wings, obviously, and then yeah. there's like a one with um. Thomas Hayden Church from uh, Sideways. And the girl from Mouthman and Prophecies? I think so. Debbie, yeah. whatever. Debbie Deborah, Messing? Deb- Deborah, Deborah Messing, Messing yeah. uh, Ned and Nancy? Ned and Stacy. Ned and Stacy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So there's like a whole lineup I used to watch. In the morning? Uh, on vacation. Oh, <laughs> that one time? <laughs> All the time. Dude. Every morning we were like every day, because we usually just stay on vacation like for a week. 
it would be me and my siblings. We would watch these shows when we wake yeah. up. Wow, dude, I want a VHS copy of that lineup to put. Hell on. yeah, I would yeah. watch the hell out of it. Yeah, hey USA, we're uh, looking for sponsors. <laughs> we, we we want VHS copies of. Yeah, we want those copies. <laughs> uh, Weird Science though, was a dope show. Yeah, like, it, was actually, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, um, and the guy who played uh, Chet. Chet yeah he's like in a lot of awesome stuff he'll pop yeah. up in a lot he's yeah. in he's the main character in oz the hbo show oz. oh yeah, yeah he is yeah. yeah he is he shows up in point break he's the yep. long-haired guy uh oh that, that summed it up he's the surfer sorry <laughs> the one out in the ocean he's, with the, the he's board. actually he's actually the non-surfer he's the guy that is at the end of the parachute uh, when they land, he picks them up. Oh, that's, shit. That's, the one who gets yeah. shot. Yeah. yeah. It's like off screen, I think, right? He gets killed off screen. Uh, yeah, I think he gets shot during the bank heist and he survives no, all the no, way. No, 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 no. That's a different character. There's a part at the end when uh, when Johnny Utah confronts Patrick Swayze or uh, Bodie. Mm-hmm. He talks about how the guy, like, he went to Mexico and then ended up getting killed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. it's that guy. But yeah, he's in a lot of awesome stuff. Every time I see him, I'm like, this guy is awesome. Like, Stupid question. Yeah. Have we done Point Break for the podcast? Yeah, we haven't talked about okay. it. Okay, <laughs> it was gonna be it was gonna be with Lost Boys when we did yes. our summer. Yes. Yeah, we originally intended for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look up this guy because he, he's also in that um, HBO show uh, Generation Kill, which yeah. is like the war. The I don't war. know what that is, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Bill and Ted was another one that was a TV show. Lee Lee Turgeson. Yes. Lee Turgeson. Okay, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's great in everything he's in. Do you remember? Since we're going down memory lane, do you remember a show? Or I'm sorry, it was a cartoon with Macaulay Culkin and he had a magic glove. Are you just talking about the page master? No, 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 it was a cartoon. And I think it was and I can't remember what it was called. But Macaulay Culkin, he had a baseball glove. And when he hit it three times with his hand, he would get his <laughs> wish. Does that not sound familiar to you guys at no. all? Is, it, is this just your wish for a show? Like this? Are you like, looking this up? I hope so, because yeah, it's called uh, I think it's called Wish Kid. OK, it says Wish Kid starring Macaulay Culkin. Yes, I knew it. An okay. American Italian animated TV show on Saturday mornings. Wow. Yep. Yeah. How many seasons does it say? Uh, One season, 13 episodes. OK, what the hell did you type in? uh macaulay culkin macaulay, cartoon yeah cartoon yeah oh yeah that's it okay yeah, i yeah. didn't type in like macaulay culkin hits glove three times <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe did you guys 20, watch 22 uh, <laughs> did you guys watch the back to the future cartoon no not really yeah uh, a little bit yeah i remember it but i, I remember, remember watching a little bit of it but it's like it's like it's weird it's like that and ghostbusters and ninja turtles like kind of all blend together Beetlejuice yeah. cartoon the yeah, Beetlejuice yeah, cartoon they all blend together one. like I couldn't recall like actually sitting down and watching them. I just re- recall them being on. They also, they, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Also, basically, like speaking of like um, cartoons based on movies, they have the, like the Bill and Ted's. He was just bringing it up. Yeah, okay, the Bill yeah. and Ted cartoon supposed to be awesome, but oh, you were bringing up the show. Right? The, there, but there was there was a Bill and Ted show. Oh, yeah. was was, I think it was on USA. I don't think I ever saw the show. I did see the cartoon. I do, I do vaguely remember that. Nice. But nice. Dude, this is like one of the best nostalgia memory lanes we've gone down. Right. Like, I want to watch everything we talked about. Yes, yes. Then we have Peter McNichol as uh, Dr. Janos Poa. Uh, he's basically, I feel like, supposed to be the creepier version of Rick Moranis' character from the yeah. first movie. He's There's like, a lot of yeah. sequel cliches like, in this movie. Like mirrored versions. Yes. It's like the mirror version. Like of- this movie is... Evil Dead 2 with a budget. Yes. Because yeah. it's essentially a remake sequel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Adam's Family Values, which he's hilarious in. He's oh, in I like, totally forgot he's in there. That's he's awesome. He's in also uh, Drac- Dracula Dead and Loving It <laughs> as the um, Renfield. 
Yeah. And then he's in a fantasy movie called Dragon Slayer. He's the star of that movie. Oh, dude, Dragon Slayers. I remember being pretty dope. Especially the uh, movie, especially the special effects with the the dragon, because it's like all pretty much practical. Okay, they do a lot of like, you know, uh, like in the dark and then like real flames coming out after, you know, if you like legend and you like, like yeah, Conan the it's Barbarian. A very, yeah, it's a very, it's a very like middle kind of ground movie, but it's, it's very dark too. And, it, and it's got like, kind of like the special effects of uh, Excalibur. With like, kind uh, of like yeah. the, the set design and like the dude Excalibur is an awesome movie. Too. That movie's bonkers. Dude, there's a handful of movies. Excalibur, um, Conan, yeah, legend, um there's another one uh, i can not remember what it is but there's like a handful of those like fantasy movies uh, willow like i've never seen yeah. these movies oh, oh really, really? Yeah. yeah yeah they're all they're all good like i i think it's they're all an acquired taste you have to like fantasy yeah yeah absolutely. because yeah. uh that's just they're like dungeons and dragons style like i think legends like the closest you can get to a zelda movie that, i mean that's the basis of zelda like, yeah i think but it's Zel- i think zelda was created because of this movie yeah because it's the same it's the same premise practically yeah. and it but it's like the closest to a zelda movie you're ever gonna get help me out with this fantasy movie so i can remember what it's called but there was a scene in Macaulay it Macaulay Culkin has a glove he hits <laughs> it three times <laughs> um this guy is like trying to get through like this wall real quick but as he's like running these sticks start coming through the walls and before he can get through like the sticks are coming through both sides he gets like penetrated by the sticks and dies and I can't remember it's a fantasy movie from the 80s and it was a bigger one oh. um not it might have been crawl Okay. Um, I thought you're you're doing like the uh, his arms wide out. I was like, are you just saying the ending of nothing but trouble here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I wish. I don't uh, know. That's a hard one. I, I think it's crawl, but okay. I actually never seen crawl. But I know that they had the legendary glaive, the weapon that's like the boomerang. Oh, yeah. That's like the, the discus kind of thing. Yeah. The fictional weapons in yeah. fantasy movies. That's I'd like, like to watch the, that, actually. But I think it'd be interesting to watch. Yeah, it. I would love to do a fantasy month. Yeah, honestly. I would too. Yeah. yeah uh continuing on we got kurt fuller as jack hardenmeyer basically the walter peck of this movie Mm -hmm. uh running man wayne's world wayne's Uh, world he's great in wayne's world yeah he is where is he in running man i think he is in the uh tv booth he's the one that's like supervising yeah uh, you're right i think especially when they have uh jesse ventura he's like i'm not wearing this shit i used to kill people with my bare hands (laughs) like the the (laughs) metal parts hanging off his body um and then let's see who else we got. Harris Eulin, Judge Wexler, uh, gave him the chair. Previous episode, Training Day. He's also in Scarface. Then we have William uh, Wilhelm Bob Homburg as Vigo the Carpathian. He was a former professional boxer. He was also in a previous episode in the Mouth of Madness. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then he's who also, was he in Mouth of Madness? He's the I think his children die, and he's like. It's, uh, it's in a bar, isn't it? Yeah, he ends yeah. up like basically killing himself in front of Sam Neill. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's the one that's doing like the. It's like a witch hunt, and then like when it gets crazy, he's like yeah. in the bar and basically shoots himself. Okay. Uh, but he's also a henchman in Die Hard. He's one of the background guys. That's cool. I, have to re- I haven't rewatched that since. Uh, this wow, did... that's confusing. But you know, he's voiced yeah, by because some... he looks like the yeah, he looks like Carl, uh, yeah, the ice like the ice skater, the professional yeah. ice skater. Yep. But he, but Vigo's voiced by somebody else. Yeah, and I didn't know yeah. this until now. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, Vigo the Carpathian is voiced by Ma- Max von S- uh, Sydow. No, it isn't. Is yeah. it? It is. Holy shit, you're right. Yeah. 
I it is him. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know that. Uh, previous episode, Star Wars The Force Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but he's also in Seventh Seal, which is a incredible wow, movie. Wow, that just man. blew my mind. He did something amazing in, in The Seventh Seal and then uh, downgraded from there in Judge Dredd. <laughs> so is he really fun. in Judge Dredd? Yeah, he's one of the judges in Judge Dredd. Okay. Uh, he's also in Strange Brew with Rick Moran. He's the main villain in Strange Brew. Okay, okay. How come he wasn't listed in the cast? I don't know. I, I didn't know until I was doing the cast and crew. I was like, yeah, wow. Because he's not like part of the, I mean, he's part of the cast, but he's not. It's more of like a cast with or, you know, and featuring, yeah, or, featuring yeah. or whatever. And yeah, but it's uh, I don't know. That's weird. And credit Maxman Sadow. Wife to you and mother to me. Yeah, exactly. You got it. Uh, world record. Uh uh mary allen trainer as the mom in the beginning this is the this is the world record i was talking about oh yeah know. she might be the one for most movies the we've mom in the on. beginning and she's the one that w- welcomes the ghost uh ray and winston to the party she's oh, in yeah. Le- yeah. lethal weapon oh yes she is it's, totally it's, yeah. it's hollywood's mom basically like yeah. if you grew yeah. up in like the it's around- richard donner's wife is it no no but oh and, i always and then yeah. richard donner is the, the captain from yeah. lethal weapon yeah so I had maybe what I the fuck? I'm joking. <laughs> That's just how I always envisioned it. Like, Dude, somebody just took that all as like a fact. Like, yeah, not Richard a fact Donner at all. is the chief yeah. and not a weapon and his wife. Just go back, to, go back to our lethal weapon three because I'm also confused in that when he talks about that. <laughs> uh, so I have lethal weapon and lethal weapon three. Okay. I have Congo. Okay. I have Scrooge. Got it. And I have also have Ricochet. Okay. And then you have Ghostbusters two. So now it's so now it's tied with Bill Murray. Yeah. And if you recall, Ricochet, it's a shared universe with Die Hard, apparently, because she reprises her role as the reporter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hard, which is very weird. I'm surprised we haven't done Goonies. Yeah, that's uh, we haven't gone around to that yet. Yeah. But, but uh, that's what I ended on with the cast and crew. And that's all I have right now. Okay. okay. Before we jump in this movie, I have a super random question. But I haven't talked to Hanta since that, this. What's that animated TV show? <laughs> he, he hits a glove three times. He does it like um, like fear, like Mark Wahlberg and fear, <laughs> but it's a baseball glove. So this holiday season, I really, Hanta had never seen Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And so we sat down and watched it with him. Mm-hmm. And you laughed a lot, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. Did you enjoy it? Oh, I gave it four stars on Letterboxd. Did you? Okay, very cool. I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed it. I, because... I, watched, I watched The Santa Claus too. Did you watch it? It's okay. awful. Is it? Really? <laughs> it's bad. Okay. It doesn't capture the same jokes or really? magic as. Okay. Uh, I remember two and three were fine. I didn't love them, but I, I enjoyed them. Yeah. Um, I need to go back and rewatch them, but I'm glad you enjoyed it because you laughed a lot. Oh, I was laughing. Which a I was lot. hoping. Yeah. So, okay. Very Mission cool. accomplished. Good. Now we can move on. <laughs> Let's go ahead and start Ghostbusters 2 from 1989. So, the movie opens up. It's five years later after the original events of the 1984 Ghostbusters. Um, in this universe, everybody's just kind of forgotten that they have saved the world. Yeah, they pulled a um, a Transformers 2 because they had the big battle at the end of the first movie. Yeah. And then by the second movie, they don't even know what Transformers are. Oh, right. really? Yeah, it's like a complete, like, it's, like, it's like a mind wipe. Like, really? Of, like, you know, there's a big, like, all the buildings were damaged and everything. And I don't think they ever explained it, but yeah, yeah. it's just a thing. that. Okay, well, here's the, oh, I guess we're going to already get into theories about this movie. But there's a theory that in, they died in Ghostbusters 1 when they crossed the yeah, stream. and I think we talked about it in the previous did episode. Did we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, we talked okay. about yeah. it in 1. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, for people who didn't hear it. So they die in 1, and then in 2, this is purgatory. Yeah. And they're living the same events over again, but just in a different way. So uh takes place five years later after the first one. It starts off with a really cool, cold opening of Dana Barrett walking down the street. 
and she's got a child at this point, baby Oscar. And there's some force. We don't know what it is at the moment. That's pulling the baby carriage and a baby through traffic. It's a really cool choreographed scene. Yeah, I yeah. love. I always remember yeah. this being really scary as a. As yeah, it doesn't make intense. a whole lot of sense. Yeah, it doesn't really. It does make a lot of sense. because why does the slime? Yeah. Oh, it gets on the cart. Yeah, the slime yeah, gets on the why wheel. Does the, why does the cart move the baby carriage? Because Vigo wants Oscar. Well, also because okay. of the whole like emotion. I think there's. I think there's like a whole message of like. New York's just so angry. And I think it the, is. If you I mean, watch this opening scene, every all the extras in the background are fighting with each so other. So I think it's triggering the slime. Like someone honks a horn to her and then the guy yeah. runs into that girl when he's running down the street. Yeah. Yet but nobody helps her out. That's not true. Um, the one guy does. She's like, hey, my thing is off again. He's like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, all right, I'll check it out. And like, yeah. it's like a really like kind of like nice moment between yeah. them. Um, um, but, but we got I want to get into the theory about the slime and Vigo are not related. I thought they were. I thought they were too, but they're not related. I don't so think they how, are. How does it encase the museum at the end? Okay, so the slime is... So this is what I got from this viewing, that the slime is existing because of all the anger in New York. Okay. Yes. And it's been so building, building up, up and building up and building up so in the is, sewers underneath, is right? Is the slime essentially like the secondary antagonist? The secondary Hold on, antagonist. I'll get there. Okay. So the slime's been building up, building up, building up, and then once it hits the point where it's a breaking like point... the threshold, basically. The threshold, that's when all the ghosts come out. Uh, and that's when uh, Vigo gets his power. Uh, so that's when like Vigo's able to like really kind of like transform. But Vigo needs a vessel to, to like to yeah. be reborn in. So he needs yes. baby Oscar. I kind of see it as um, it's kind of like Randall Flagg is not the reason for the stand. OK, but oh, since, every, since everything is going on, he's like, all right, it's time. Like, I'm going to jump in on this. That's a great so, way to put that. Yeah, oh, cool, thanks. No, that's awesome. That um, sums it up perfectly. Yeah. So, yes. Okay. So the slime's kind of like the reason V goes there. Okay. Yeah. And that's the reason why, like when they start singing at the end, the slime's basically like dying out because everyone's singing. There's like cheer yeah. going on in New York City. It's it's mm. it's New Year's Eve. So everyone's like. Happier feeling, so the slime's not like okay at a threshold yeah. anymore. Of course, this is a hypothesis. Yeah. I, I mean, it sounds like it would, but make it makes sense, sense yeah. because of like, yeah, once it hits at a certain point where it gets, re- it, it comes out. Actually, of sewers. no, it's it's totally wrong. The slime and Vigo are connected. How? Because when be, it right? shows the painting, yeah, there's and a river Vigo's slime. head is big. There's a river of slime in yeah. the painting. Because you yeah. remember when they're like, oh, you know where we've seen this river oh. of slime, right? And it's in yeah. the photos. When you had me dangling like a worm on a fish hook above, yeah. you know, whatever avenue. And then, it's, yeah. uh, and then it's one of Winston's badass moments in this entire franchise. Dude, when he, when he Win- saves- this is Winston's movie. We'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. Winston has yeah. great parts. He's awesome. That's, okay, but that's really kind of confusing. This is okay. Do you, I feel talk, like, do you remember what I'm talking yeah, about? I know exactly head, know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. We'll get to it. And though. now that you've said yeah. that, now like it really does throw it out the window. But this movie kind of falls apart in the second half. It kind of does. Oh, uh, I totally let's, talk, let's talk about it though. Yeah, but I meant like that's a good idea. Plot wise, plot wise, it falls apart. So at this point, uh, she chases the baby carriage and almost gets hit. It stops it in the middle of traffic. Yeah, and, and then get your awesome just like two. Yeah, yeah. Scene, two. It's really cool the way it builds up. Two hoagies, two, two Montana. <laughs> Speaking of, I love this score. I think this is an awesome score. I, I would say that this might be better than one. It's darker. Am I wrong? About that? Um, I love. Okay, so one is like peppier. Yeah. Um, yeah. But two's got like some like darkness yeah, to it. Some I think ominous tones. Darker. Ominous tones, which I yeah. kind of like. A lot. Yeah. yeah. I got the that vinyl came in last month, whatever, and I played it a good amount because I've never heard the score isolated from the movie. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool to listen okay. to. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So she picks up Baby Oscar in the middle of the street, Ghostbusters 2 flashes. Yep. 
And then this is basically her hunting down the other Ghostbusters because she needs help. Yeah. Um, first, she visits Egon. Yeah. Who, uh, the more I watch this movie, actually, the funnier I think this movie is. Egon's kind of a horn dog. Dude, he's Egon, Egon he, like he's awesome in this one. I think yeah. I like Egon better in this movie than I do in the first. I do too. Yeah. I actually in fact, I like that. all of them better I think in this they movie. Have better, than I do. better character arcs in this movie, though. And yeah. I can't tell if it's partly inspired by the cartoon because the cartoons it in is. between us. Because right? the only reason Slimer comes back, I was gonna say, oh, is because yeah. Slimer was a character. Yeah, because he's they, basically hanging around the the firehouse. Yeah. In yeah. this movie, yeah. and he's in the cartoon, and he drives a bus. But they talk like they do in the cartoon. You think like, so? Yeah, the way like all the characters interact with each other, they talk and act the same way they do in the cartoon. I have to rewatch that with that they, in mind. Well, just because Vankman's always like just dry and yeah, just, like, he's got the dry and he's yeah, the humor side of everything. Yeah. Okay, that cartoon I remember being pretty awesome. I yeah. watched a couple episodes recently. Um, there's a box set on Amazon for like twenty bucks. Okay, and it's like a hundred of the hundred and fifty episodes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's cool to have. There's some good episodes there's, on there. There was one episode I remember from that cartoon where um, I think they actually go into the um, the containment. Yeah. yeah, and it's like yeah. you see what's inside there, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the villain that was like in a purple cloak and he had a pumpkin head? Do you remember that at all? No. no. All right. Just asking for okay. a friend. Okay. Um, <laughs> so they hunt down the Ghostbusters. She goes to see Egon, who's doing these these tests on um, children. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's a weird like he's not, it's, it's not even just children. Like one of the tests is like he has a, a couple that comes in for couples counseling, but he makes them wait for a very long time, and he yeah. keeps turning up the heat in the room to see yeah. how they'll react. Yeah, yeah. And then like he, his daughter in this scene. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he gives her a puppy, and then well, it's the premise of the movie. Like yeah, you know, the, the anger basically. Yeah, he's basically he. he oh, yeah, the, his experiment is like if uh, anger in that room changes like the atmosphere or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what he says, but he basically says it's basically the slime experiment. What if this yeah. one experiment was the reason the slime started? Dude, right? Good job, Egan. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he does this whole thing where he gives a girl a puppy and he wants to take it away to test it. Um. Because it's like, as the scenes about that, he's like, let's take the puppy away. Yeah. Does he yeah. say, yeah. And, um, so she also, we, I kind of skipped that scene with Winston and Dan Aykroyd or Winston and Ray. They're it, doing they, birthday parties. They now. play it off as if they're going to, to hunt a ghost. Yeah. But it turns out to be a birthday party. Yeah. How big are they? And like how many? Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of, yeah. kind of a funny introduction. Yeah. yeah. I, I do like this. And then, but uh, this is where you get Jason Reitman, director of Afterlife. Yeah. Director of Afterlife, son of the director of this movie. Yeah. Second mm -hmm. time on the podcast. Yeah. Cause he's in kindergarten. Cop. Yeah, he's in kindergarten cop. But oh, this, yeah. This is where yeah. he has his line where he's like, my dad says they're full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good um, but yeah this is like i like all this because they come out of the birthday party after they decide they want he-man instead of ghostbusters yeah and dan Aykroyd's like really bummed he's like man after all we did for the city and he's like I know, right they're like setting up this like we're, we're nothing like we're, we're a joke yeah. and um and they only get paid like 50 bucks or something like yeah something, something yeah something stupid yeah um, so that's how we meet those two characters. And then after that, when Dana meets Egon, um, I think she mentions at some point, like, don't mention this to Vankman. Yeah. And Vankman comes into, I guess at this point, Ray has a bookstore. It's Ray's occult books. Well, I think before this, we have the uh, his talk show, which is uh, pretty. interesting. Oh, yeah. We're setting this up. Yeah, I love the. Yeah. Yeah. His, yeah. his talk show is actually pretty interesting. Where which, this is interesting here. OK, so another Ivan Wright movie. I, I watched part of this recently. 
So he does a talk show and it's called like World of the Psychics. Yeah. And he has all these guests on that he doesn't really believe in. You can tell. Okay. And the one uh, that he has is the guy. He's been in a bunch of movies. I've seen him in a bunch of His things. His name is uh, David Margulis. Okay. Uh, speaking of, I think he's also he's the dad in uh, the Transformer movies. It's, oh, uh, he totally is. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf's dad. Yeah, he totally movies. is. Um, but he has this whole theory about the world's end on Valentine's Day. Um, no, New Year's. Or, or no, New, Year's New Year's, which is weird because he's 100% right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, it's it's kind of like, I mean, I don't think you're on board with this, but in the first movie when he's doing the tests on the, the student, yeah. it's like he's triggering his actual response. So it's like yeah. working. So he's like, well, I, I don't know if I necessarily agree that with the first one with the, the flash and the cards, but I'm open to it now. I'm like, oh, maybe it is yeah. him just opening up, which is yeah. cool. I like looking yeah. at it that yeah. way. Um, so he talks to this guy and the other girl that he talks to on the show, I guess she has had like extraterrestrial run-ins. Yeah. Do you know but, who she is? Uh, no. Did you ever watch Twins? Uh, I saw that she was in Twins. But yeah, I she's Danny DeVito's girlfriend in Twins. She has like uh, long blonde hair. Oh, shit. You're right. Dude. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. I watched it recently and I was like, oh, that's the girl from Ghostbusters too. No yeah, way. I gotta look that up. Yeah, uh, it's it's totally her. But, but this scene cracks me up because she's like, he asks when the world's gonna end. She says February 14th, you know, 2016. And Bill Murray's just like, Valentine's Day. Bummer. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> he just has a lot of good like, um, like dialogue. Like yeah. The, the yeah. way he emotes basically. But I was like watching this. Is it kind of presumed that she was maybe roofied by somebody at a hotel? She's talking about how she's like uh, drinking this hotel alone. This person buys her a drink and then she starts like basically uh, under his spell or under his control. It's possible. Oh, and it's kind of like, wow. oh, my God, I think she might. Have been when you look at it that way. Yeah. And she's you're probably right on the money then. And then, yeah, she basically starts seeing aliens or whatever. But yeah, it could just be like under the influence this is she even okay. talks about how she thinks she's like hypnotized like it could have been some kind of array or something yeah. that like yeah. yeah i'll say this about watching this movie we watched the hell out of these movies as kids yeah and anytime there's that case on the podcast where we're gonna we've watched that movie so many times and then i go back to watch as an adult i honestly like my brain will skip over certain things oh, yeah. and not pay attention because i know it, like, I, you're, it's like i'm so familiar with you remembered it. it so well yeah like, so and we brought this up before in the show uh, there was times in this where I was like, oh, did they already do this one shot where uh, the judge and the glass is breaking and the shatters oh, yeah. and rains on him? And it's like because like I've just seen it so many times. And yeah. it's like I can zone out. And then I like so I have to really, really, really pay attention to yeah. find yeah. new things. You know, yeah, you're right. Well, actually, when I used to watch this as a kid, when he's talking to her on that uh, television show, um, she's like, it could have been some kind of array or uh, mind control device. Yeah. She says my like dad. When she said Ray, I always thought she was talking about Ray. Right. And oh, I was like, right. Ray was with her on the alien ship. Like I yeah. always thought that as a kid. And <laughs> I watch now, I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, I get what she's saying. And I like um Bill Murray's sign-off for the show where he just like puts his head, <laughs> yeah. he just puts his fingers to his brain, look at the screen, yeah. and he just <laughs> doesn't and even like, say goodbye or anything. And he's like, like next week is like hairless cats. Yeah. Or the hairless pets is like weird. Yeah. Weird. Weird. <laughs> um, so that's what Bill Murray's up to. Um, and then we get like a quick like, here's the mayor from the first yeah. one, and then here's the antagonist. This new that's, Walter Peck, basically. Yeah. Um, I used is, to quote this all the time, where he's like, he's like, I'm a, he's like, I'm a, ta he's like, I'm a voter. He's like, aren't you supposed to lie to me and kiss my butt? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, at some point here, Vakeman goes to Ray's shop, Dean yep. Allen's, which I love the fact that the shop was in Afterlife. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think it's super cool. Um, and I always love this shop. I love the whole idea of this. But Egon. Uh, all three of them are there, minus Winston. 
I and do. This is my only beef with this movie is that Winston's kind of like not as present. A, it's yeah. kind of like the first one again, but he does like, have some he should moments. be here from the beginning. But that's the thing, too. If you really want to look at it, he's not part of like the core three who like are best friends. Yeah. So if you want to look at it that way, maybe yeah, you maybe can. it's a, maybe oh, okay. it's a total like he just goes to the job to work and then doesn't care about you know friendship outside of the. Well, right? and it's like in the first he one they ask him, he doesn't mix him like yeah, friendship with work exactly. Yeah, keep professional. Well, yeah, in the first one she asked him, she's like, "Do you believe in ghosts?" Blah blah. And she goes on this whole list, and he's like, "If there's a steady paycheck involved, he's like, I'll believe in anything or something like yeah, that." Yeah. Um. But when Winston does show up in this, it's awesome because Winston oh, yeah, yeah. is great in every scene. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Um. So. Ray kind of lets it slip that he's going to help Dana Barrett. So then who I can't say I can't. (laughs) Um, So all three of them go to Dana Barrett's apartment and they're basically just kind of investigating the apartment. Uh, Murray meets baby Oscar. You find out that they're not together anymore. And there's like some really good like one liners in here like they're in the the baby's room and uh, Ray asks Egon. He's like he's like you never had a slinky. He's like I did. Uh, once, but I straightened it. Yeah. And like, just weird, like off the wall kind of, kind of comments. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Egon's like, uh, they like they like, they check the whole apartment, and uh, Egon goes, uh, "I'd like to run some my uh, gynecological tests in the mother." And Bill Murray's <laughs> like, "Who wouldn't?" <laughs> yeah, this is kind of like where uh, I feel like Spangler's kind of like a uh, kind of like a pervert a little bit. Yeah. Because uh, Bankman, when they meet up in that shop, he's like, are the girls interested in your big brain? He's like, no, they're actually more interested in my epididymis. Yeah. Which is basically <laughs> like, oh, wow. He's just like. <laughs> Which when I was younger, or like, I wouldn't say younger, even like in high school and stuff like that, maybe pre-high school. But I thought it was like, epididymis was like, like his head or something like that. Oh, but exactly. It's, it's, um, it's like the test. It's like the, the ball sack or something. Like it's Pretty something much. like. Yeah. 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 Um, but then also when Dana Barrett kisses him, uh, oh, earlier. That smile. And he has like, this like, weird smile. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Egon's a, and then at some point he sleeps with slime. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they end up going out in the street and more cool gadgets in this one. Um, cause they're using like their Lady Gaga meter and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. no, they have like all these like different like things they're using to yeah. attack the slime under the ground yeah. and they're really neat looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they decide like, okay, we need to go ahead and dig. And this is there, there's probably like five moments in this movie that are like my how, favorite parts of the movie. How did they yeah. determine the, how did they determine where to dig? Uh, that's, that's where that's the, where the baby, baby carriage stopped. Yeah. Oh, it stopped. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But which is also kind of weird is like, why would the, why would the slime lead the baby carriage there? Inadvertently, probably. Inadvertently, but then again, like when they get close to the slime, it tries to scare him away. Maybe the slime was yeah. crying for help. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. The baby carriage thing doesn't make any sense. And also the the uh I feel like the slime is supposed to well, I guess it it animates things that aren't like animated. It animates the the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah. It's just, and I guess it animates a toaster. Yeah. But then it brings back ghosts and it can yeah. bring back like dead things. Okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like her mink coat yeah. during the montage. Oh, yeah. It turns them into like living animals. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the, that's where I'm assuming a lot of the ghosts are coming from. It's really, it's a really weird plot. I think it's just, it's just. And am I looking into it too deep? Yeah, I think it's Maybe. just, I think it's just ghosts and just let's go. With yeah, because the yeah. ghosts, I mean, we've, we've already, we've already talked about there's a reason for why there's all the ghosts in the first movie. Yeah. 
is that which is a good ex- explanation yeah it's the end of the world and yeah. all these ghosts are coming out yeah uh but in this one all the ghosts don't exist anymore i'm assuming because the ghostbusters cleaned them all yeah. cleaned up the town uh they're out of they're out of work and now there's no ghosts and nobody believe them anymore but now there's ghosts again. And is it because of the slime? I think the slime brings back the ghost, maybe. Because like it all goes haywire when you see like the slime in the sky and it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like somebody get me the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um nice. I mean, don't be wrong. Like, I'm I'm not complaining because like some of the ghosts, these are the best ghost moments in all the oh, movies. Oh, I love the, the, oh, yeah, I love the Titanic. It, it looks yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, this might clear things up. I am super stoked about this. So there's a Ghostbusters box set coming out in February. And it is eight discs for like the three movies that are part of the trilogy. And for Ghostbusters 2, they found 19 new deleted scenes. Oh, wow. And everybody online is like, oh, we'll finally get to see this scene that we never got to see. And like the one okay. I've heard about this. So it's supposed to be Which like. Which ones did they meant? I watched the deleted scenes last there's night. There's one about, um, there's more of like a Ray possession. Like Ray gets possessed. Okay. I think, I don't know if they're talking about the Vigo thing. If there's more of that, if there's like another scene where Ray gets possessed. Wow, really? Um, but like people are stoked and that gets me stoked. Huh. Um, well, there's like there were some deleted scenes that are already out there. And the ones I watched last night was like Slimer. Okay. Trying, uh, it was Rick Moranis trying to catch Slimer in the uh, oh, firehouse. Yeah. And how he was basically kind of like training himself to be a Ghostbuster. Cool. Yeah. So that was one. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the new Walter Pact. Um, it's Kurt Fuller is the actor yeah. who plays it. Kurt Fuller gets killed at the end of the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. By like getting swallowed by the slime covered. In oh, the yes. Library. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's just like that scene in the blog where that guy gets sucked through the bookshelf. Basically. And, and <laughs> his, like, shoes, oh his shoes. Oh, my God. That'd be so violent. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's, a, it's weird because like the special effects aren't like fully finished. OK. And he gets like eaten by the slime and like his shoes. You just see like his shoes left over. Again, it's uh, another rehash because Walter Peck gets consumed by the marshmallow. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. There was one weird deleted scene on there. I've never seen this before in deleted scenes. It's the scene where they're about to like the three of them minus Bill Murray go up and they're about to enter the the train station. They're like, hey, do you want to go with us? Like and uh, they're like, there's a huge growth in the cockroach population. Oh, interesting. You know what I'm talking about that scene? No, no, no. I can't it's in the movie. Yeah, I can't remember. You watched it four times and you can't remember the damn scene. Yes, yes. It's It's right before they go to dinner dinner and they all show up in like the yellow jackets. Okay, Okay, so that scene, there's a a deleted scene of it and it's verbatim line for line, but it takes place inside Bill Murray's uh, apartment. Mm. And it's the exact same scene. It's really odd to see. I've never seen that before where it's been like, they basically decided like, hey, you know what? We should shoot this in a different location. So they yeah. redid the scene instead of like because in the original in the current version, it's, it's basically like into a cab. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. outside. But yeah, I guess. Yeah. And this one, it's at the door of uh, his apartment. And even so like weird. he even asked Sigourney Weaver like, hey, like, uh, do you want to go with him? And she just like walks away. Yeah. And he's like, sorry. And it's, and yeah. it's yeah, it's, I've it's never bizarre. seen it. It's odd. But having those new 19 deleted scenes is like, phenomenal. Hmm. Um, even in that box set. I got to read up on that. Yeah. And even on that box set, uh, there's a cut of the 1984 Ghostbusters. And it was called, it's called a preview cut. And no one's seen this before. What is it called? Preview. Oh, okay. And it's like different special effects. Oh, interesting. Different scenes. Like it was kind of like the rough really? cut of the movie before they actually released it. Oh. 
Um, but it oh, is, that is a little rough. There was some yeah. deleted scenes on the Ghostbusters two one. Yeah, where like because there's no special, Unfinished. there's no uh, special effects. Yeah, so yeah. there's like scenes where it's like it'll cut away and you can hear him talking, but there's no like action. Yeah, there's no effect to it. <laughs> okay, or like they'll put in like temporary effects. It looks real bad. Okay, yeah, okay. But um, yeah, this box it it's, it looks like a ghost trap, and I know like a lot of people will probably disagree or whatever, and I, I didn't really like it, but I'm kind of surprised they didn't include the 2016 oh man it has been everywhere okay so paul fag called him out yeah I saw and he that. was like yeah and he was like um it was like hashtag we're all ghostbusters they should include it it is as a digital code oh, that's um, stupid no nah, i'm, I'm, I'm they in the middle they don't like, need to include yeah, i think it. they should i think I'm, I'm like half i don't like the movie but i think they should include it yeah but it's not in like it's not the can it's not in canon so it's like whatever it's a ghostbusters movie yeah but it's like it's like those are all related so even if they threw the cartoon on there they're all related in the same story that's like okay the way i compared it to is like if the new planet of the apes trilogy came out and it included the mark Wahlberg one Oh, yeah, I guess it would be the sure. same. You know what I mean? Yes. Kind of like. Yes, include it. So I don't know. It's weird because like it's part of a trilogy. Yeah. So it's like this three movie thing. So like, yeah, it should be by itself. But at the same time, like, OK, it's also part of the universe. Well, it's not even part of the universe. It's not it's part of the universe, thing. but still like. A I'm in the middle. So like I do kind of agree. Like, I don't think it should just be like thrown away. Um, I think that. Movie, I don't know. Honestly, I think that movie's bad. It's pretty bad. And I think those like, people have to stop defending that damn movie. Like. The people that are in charge of the production oh, of that Ghostbusters yeah. movie, like Paul Fagg keeps defending that movie. It's like, remember we talked about on, on the first yeah. Ghostbusters episode yeah. about like how he was like, hashtag uh, put out the Paul Fagg cut of yeah, I feel like just, Ghostbusters. I, I feel like that's just a director thing that they should stop doing, like the David Ayer Suicide Squad cut. It's yeah, like, I want to see that. I would, I would probably watch I, I would that watch it, but it's like, yeah. come on. Just I, here's the thing. I don't think it counts, and I don't think the Justice League one counts when you film new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. not yeah. your cut anymore. That's you filming new stuff. That's a different scenario, though. He that's, had to leave production, and that's why Josh Whedon, because he yeah, was having failures. It is, issues. but it is. Yeah. But they filmed like a lot of extra stuff for that. I think all. So of it technically, much... it's like a new movie. No, it's it not... was only like it wasn't a completely new movie. It was like some scenes, but he had a majority of it filmed. So, they, filmed, they filmed a lot of stuff. Yeah, they filmed yeah, a whole, not, not as much sank, as you think. Dude, they sank like 150 mil, yeah. no, million. No, they did not. They sank like 15 to 20 million. Really? Yes. Not about that. We'll have to yeah. look yeah. up the numbers yeah. on this, but I'm I promise pretty sure, you. I'm pretty sure it was a lot. No, it's like 15 to 20 million. Okay. So, um, but I don't know. I, I I guess I see it as that, but it's like at the same time too, it's like it isn't the story. It's not the same story. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Like It's also one of those things like, who cares? Where it's like, you could have just thrown it in there and it's like, it's not like the Ghostbuster fans have been pissed, you know, like, oh, it's I've actually here? been online and a lot of people are like, you're like, why are they putting this digital code on there? It looks like I got a new coaster. And then like everybody's like, why is this included? This should have be included. And yeah, I'm like, Ghostbuster fans are mean. <laughs> I think just fan bases are mean. Fanboys. Oh, you're right. Fanboys fan is fanboys can get so rude. But yeah, they get um, mean, man. Yeah, like it, honestly, I want to have it for my collection. Like, yeah, I think it's a fine movie. It's OK. Yeah. Um, oh yeah and i'm not gonna knock you for that either no i won't knock Ghostbusters fans yeah. there's plenty of bad movies that i've bought because i own a director's entire filmography yeah. and i'm like i guess i have to buy this even yeah. though i won't watch exactly it. Yeah. and i was gonna buy it anyway it would have been cool to have in the box set um it's weird like i said i'm in the middle like it's it's this three movie story that's concluded and it's a box set for that story yeah but it's also i don't know i'm in the yeah. middle but it's, it's like does that movie 
it's going to be an it's going to be subject to like argument no matter what, because even if they did put it in there, they'd have probably just put in like the normal one. There's like and it'd probably been like this. Where are the special hey, yeah, where are all the special features? How come yeah. everybody else gets a two disc? And it'd be like, oh, my God, like it'll always yeah. be something. Yeah, it'll be something yeah. like. But yeah, they got to stop defending that movie like it was good. Well, I think a lot of people really liked it and a lot of people didn't really like it. I don't think anybody liked it. I think people did. Some people did like it. Who liked yeah. it? I like. I, don't know. I mean, I'm not going to knock you if you liked it. But I just want to find these people so it's like discuss hey, it with them. listeners. If you liked Ghostbusters 2016, leave us a voice message yeah. on Anchor. No, and like we'll do. Yeah. No <laughs> negative <laughs> comment at the bottom of the video. No, uh, don't do that. <laughs> thumbs up only. Uh, <laughs> Always. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I'm not knocking them for liking. I just haven't met anybody who liked that movie. I don't think I have either. But like, I think it's okay. It really is okay. I mean, we've talked about this. So I won't get into it. Um, it's an odd movie. Like I rewatched it just to see like it's like a sketch comedy movie. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's 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 different. And maybe it's that's like, the thing is like you go in and you're expecting one thing and then it becomes like a sketch comedy improv yeah. movie. It's like if Ghostbusters was like a Saturday Night Live, like sketch recurring sketch and they made yeah. it into a movie. That's basically that. Yeah. Honestly, and here's the thing, too. It could have been really, really good. Oh, it could have been awesome. Yeah. And it has nothing to do. The reason why that movie is not good has nothing to do with uh, them all being females. Not at all. No, no not they're, at all. they're all really good in it. I think the only problem is like all the Ghostbuster fans who like really like, I mean, all the, like you said, fan bases. Yeah. We're just felt like they've like, were validated when that movie turned out to suck. And they're like, see, yeah, it did suck. This is why you can't have girls yeah. as Ghostbusters. Yeah. So that's why it just validated yeah. them. Yeah. But it just, it, it, it could have been good. It just yeah. wasn't good. Fan bases for things are terrible. Yeah. Well, I was actually reading, I think this is actually a really good point this guy made. Um, but I was going on this like rabbit hole of comments and the guy's like, we didn't hate 2016 because it was a women based uh, movie. He's like, the backlash was for because we wanted a sequel for 20 plus years. And it's all we asked for is a sequel, yeah. a sequel. And they're like, we're starting the whole thing over. We're like, no, we don't want that. Yeah. And I was actually thinking that like had it even been like girls or not, like, it had it been an all reboot with all men. I'm like, no, I I want the sequel. Yeah, like, I want the, the I want my the people I know, like yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, but that's uh, a whole other that's a good point. Yeah, this uh, following scene is actually probably one of my favorite scenes from the movie because they go to where the slime is detected. They start to dig underground, disguised as like uh, phone line operators or not it's, phone line. It's operators. phone line, then it's gas. I think. Yeah, because every, every time their story, every time the cops come by, yeah. they're like, "What are you doing here?" You yeah, know? and then they're like. Yeah, we just checked. The phone lines are over there. And uh, yeah. Bill Murray's like playing it like he's their boss. Yeah. He's like, the phone lines are over there. What'd I tell yeah. you? And um, so what they're doing is they're going underground to figure out what's there. So they let Ray dangle down into this abandoned subway. And like this river of slime is reaching out to him and grabbing him. I think it's such a cool looking It's the old pneumatic transit system. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I like the way this works like the way like it's super intense oh yeah like yeah. and then it ends with like this huge climax of him kicking the the, the um the, the power out to the city yeah and, or something that hits yeah it's the, a really cool yeah. build-up and then at one of the scenes that terrified me apparently i screamed in the theater at the scene <laughs> um but uh yanish goes to visit dana at the apartment yeah what what are these abilities that he has Oh yeah, we haven't got to. So Yanish is possessed at this point. Okay, yeah, he from, makes a deal with uh, yeah. with um, the living painting with Vigo, the Vigo Carpathian. the Carpathian. So yeah. really quick, okay, the River of Slime. 
we're going to discuss this several times over because I really want to get to the bottom of this. Does are we are we kind of like just saying that Vigo brings the river of slime with him when he gets shipped? I guess with, like when the painting gets shipped in New York, he brings in, the river it's of in slime. The painting with him. Uh, oh, I guess it's in the painting when he's the head or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And that's why I'm hoping these 19 deleted scenes, there might there's some more like back. That's why I think there's it. this is where the disconnect happens because it's yeah. like we have a hard time or I have a hard time figuring out where the slime connects with the Vigo story. Yeah. And just like how it works. Yeah. But and that might be the thing too. Are we looking too much into it? Well, I mean, they go as far as like there's a deleted scene where uh Sigourney mm-hmm. Weaver asks about like why is like all this stuff always happened to me? Yeah. And um Egon explains to her that she's kind of like this sort like this like energy that's like magnetized or whatever. And it, it just brings this stuff. Yeah. So she's like, so it is me. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's you. Yeah. So which is kind of cool. Like they go out of their way to explain that. So it's like I feel like and they were real smart with their plot in the first one. I feel like they're, I'm hoping I'm with you where it's I'm hoping stretch. there's something on those deleted scenes that like kind of ties this together. Explain a little it's bit like, more. Yeah, because does he bring the slime? It's yeah. like I'm thinking of it like a like a Spider-Man symbiote suit kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. where it just gets like it's bigger. small, it's and small, it gets bigger, bigger. But something yeah. had to have brought it, or it's like a um like a Dracula like in the container, kind of bringing the the evil with him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like so it's like yeah, and then they talk about the negativity like uh it's cre- like is you know is it created from the negativity in New York City? Like, is it built? And, did it, yeah, did it start small and then grow big yeah. because of the everyone's so angry i assume it does start small yeah. because at one point during the movie they show that transit system and it's like filled to the brim with the slime like yeah. it's almost at the top of the and also that jar because they take a scoop of the jar yeah and then it like starts bubbling and building yeah, yeah especially when the judge mm. is angry yeah um but yeah so Yanish goes to visit dana when the power is out offers to help and now he's a possessed at this point and now he has flashlight eyes yeah dude this scene is terrifying yeah it's really yeah. weird it's a really bizarre scene there's this scene and then later on where you're like why yeah how it's super weird um oh uh, when he flies yeah he's a nanny it's yeah he's like a, a ghost scene. nanny yeah and he's all dressed up as a ghost nanny and he yeah, like flies he, and grabs off he's basically and, dressed in drag and he's a ghost somehow it's real weird yeah, it's a bizarre yeah. scene and i think i think that's a creepy scene that's oh, awesome. yeah. well. there's some creepy. really awesome creepy scenes yeah. in this movie um so since they bust the power and everything they end up having to go to court for it yep and i think i could be wrong i think this is the first time we see winston is this, this the first time no because we have him in the beginning yeah in the birthday party oh yeah. i mean this is like the first time he's like with all yeah, he's just been gone for like 30 minutes yeah. in this movie i think yeah. it's the first time where we get lewis i think yeah well this like winston shows up for a second and because he's not like attached to anything they just did, yeah. which is weird too, because like he's in court with them and he doesn't help them out. Well, he's I don't, I think he's probably just like a character witness or something like that. I would imagine. I uh, guess. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, uh, Tully is their representative, and I love this courtroom scene. I think this courtroom scene is awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's I think good. The, the humor is flying around everywhere. I love it when Bill Murray is telling Tully what to say under his breath. Yeah. And Bill Murray and Tully's just repeating everything Bill Murray is saying. I think it's hysterical. Um, but what's so cool, you want to talk about buildup. So they have the slime and they have the proton pack sitting on top of the table. And the judge is this angry judge. 
and he keeps like talking louder and louder and there's like anger in his voice and it's upsetting the slime and like the wind is blowing in like the, yeah. the courtroom and it's just building and Dan Aykroyd's trying to tell him and the music's it's escalating. Like, uh, and yeah. they all like kind of go under the table. Yeah, it's awesome. And then all of a sudden this huge explosion and you get these two ghosts, the Scolari brothers. Yeah. And then just chaos. And these scenes. ghosts are super cool. This I yeah. love this. Yeah. Where do these ghosts come from? It was the it was the ghost that he gave the chair to. But where do they but come, like? Where do they? Where yeah. the hell do they come from? I think they come from the slime. I think slime has a, a combustible point, okay. and when it does, that's what produces the ghost. I can see that. Yeah. Total theory. It could be complete BS. Yeah, but because it is weird. Because it's like the 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 slime has multiple functions. Yeah, because they. And can, this is why I get a little bit lost. It's like at one point it tries to eat Ray. It tries to eat baby Oscar. Yeah, through the uh, bathtub, it had it can bring uh, fur back to life. It can bring, yeah, bring fur back to life. It can it, manifest it can ghosts. Manifest ghosts. It can be, uh, it can make you feel really, really good if it's positively charged. Yeah. And that's what they do at the end. Yeah. Uh, it, it can reanimate a, objects. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's got a lot going or on. Or animate. I'm sorry. It could be yeah. animate yeah. objects. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of functions to the slime, and I'm a little confused by it. Like, we talk about, like, you know, uh, it it almost eats baby Oscar uh, but when it drags Winston into the river of slime, it's like nothing bad happens. That's like that's why it's confusing with Vigo versus the slime because it's like if it ate baby Oscar, but Vigo's objective is to capture Oscar to possess him. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, it's like it makes better conflicting or like. Well, she actually yeah. even says it too. Like it tried to take my baby after the slime thing. Yeah. So maybe it was just trying to take the baby. Like that was Vigo sending the slime out to get maybe, it. Maybe because it makes, I think it, was. it makes better sense if they're two separate entities. Yeah. And that the slime revives, uh, because the slimes, like you're saying, gets to a boiling point. It's going to get to a point. It's going to revive Vigo. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're two separate things. So the slime was going to eat the baby regardless. It wasn't Vigo. I don't think so. That's I'm just saying it makes, I think it makes more sense when they're two separate. Like the slime was always there. It just happened when the painting got there. It revived the spirit. Uh, yeah, okay. just so the way it revived the spirit in the mink coat. Yeah, and and, I it's, and it's reviving the ghosts in the courtroom. I think I could see that more so than it, yeah. But it but just, the picture of the river of slime yeah. kind of screws it up. Well, but, yeah. it, but there's a lot of things. So slime at the beginning when it tries to take baby Oscar in the carriage, the slime in the bathtub when it tries to get baby Oscar, the slime at the end when it completely covers up the museum and protects the museum from, from anybody getting in. Yeah. It's working with Vigo. Yeah. It's Vigo's slime. I think. Yeah, I, I, think I mean, I think it's yeah. just ill-defined, so it's hard to determine yeah. what the yeah. slime actually is. But in the scene alone, um, it's kind of a, a remake of the Slimer scene in the, the yeah, ballroom. Just, yeah, um, but it's awesome. I love the chairs popping up. Um, I love seeing them in suits with the packs on. Yeah, yeah it's weird how like little things like that where I'm like, oh, that's cool. They're wearing suits. Yeah, with proton it's packs. just cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the uh, do Ray Egon, Egon. and then he just does like the mm. and Bill Murray, like, kind of looks at him, like, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, so they trap the Scalari brothers. Tully looks at the trap and goes, Wow! And <laughs> yeah, they walk outside, there's reporters everywhere. Run DMC's Ghostbusters theme song starts, and an awesome montage begins. It's pretty awesome, yeah. This yeah. song is really cool. We got like a ghost jogger that Bill Murray captures. Dude, this ghost jogger is awesome. Yeah, I love how he's like checking his pace and everything. Yeah. He's like looking at his watch, <laughs> he's checking his pulse. Dude, um, yeah, it's like them in Christmas hats. This, I think, is going to be a delete. This is all made of deleted scenes. Uh, oh, that's, oh my gosh, I just realized it. Okay. The river of slime, we get it. <laughs> we yeah. Get it. All right, so I'm about to blow your guys' minds. So do you remember in this scene when Ray takes a sharp turn and it shows Bill Murray in the back? And yeah. And he kind of like looks around 
Like, yeah. why is he driving like okay. that? This scene was a scene oh. he deleted. Ray's possessed. Oh. And he's driving the Echo no 1 shit. across the city. And that's why Bill Murray's like, what's going on? Yeah, he's like running red lights and everything. Interesting. Yeah. So that, Dude, I totally is, forgot that was a what scene. What is up with these movies where they just like, they're like, you know what? Let's just not put that scene in. It's just do a montage. And there's like yeah. all these like stories we don't get told because they just threw them all yeah. in a montage. And they, and they involve Ray with uh, interacting with ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Right? But it, it, it works in this montage. It just looks like uh, Ray's uh, driving erratic. Yeah. And yeah. Bill Murray's like, dude, slow down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a scene with like, they go inside the um, the um, jewelry store and all the crystals like flying. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, and then there's the scene where like they're emptying a phone with slime nets in it. Like, yeah, yeah. I love this montage. I think this montage is Yeah, awesome. I like the black suits. I wish it looks they so would have wore the black suits at the end of the movie. That'd yeah. be cool. I'm a little yeah. bummed that like, like they go. suits. Yeah, <laughs> they go to their traditional, uh, their traditional brown the beige yeah. or whatever yeah the beige the brown flight suits and uh and it's like man i like the black ones a lot yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it's uh yeah this what is and now here's my here's like just kind of i don't know if you might know this or not but question about their costume what is the yellow box on their belt i was just thinking about that yeah i've never they don't use it for anything but it, it pops up in this movie yeah i know exactly what you're talking and the other about. thing that's kind of weird too is they in like instead of uh keeping their guns from their proton packs on their protein proton pack. Sometimes they put them in their like belt loop. I noticed that. Yeah. 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 I noticed that this watch too. I was like, Oh, they kind of hold them on their pants. Yeah, I think it's like, cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's neat. Um, and then this is kind of out of order, but I do want to bring it up. Uh, we get reintroduced to Janine. Yeah. I think it's weird. So Janine and Winston look, I think super different than they do in the first one. They do. Um, yeah. I know for the longest time, I thought Winston was recast in this one. Okay. Really? Um, because he doesn't have a mustache and his hair, he's got more hair in this one. Oh, yeah, he doesn't have a mustache. So yeah. I always thought it was two completely different people yeah, as growing yeah. up. And then Janine looks completely different than she does in the first one. Yeah, well, she looks different in all three. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. I want to say they, they bring her back, like, or they bring her down to earth a little bit in the new one. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. So. Um, but in this one, they kind of give her, like, this whole, like, kind of cartoonish look, the way she looks in the cartoon, right? Oh, yeah, that's actually that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think that yeah. it's almost like she's a designing woman. Oh, that's good. In this. That's in this good. Oh, oh. That's oh, really nice. good. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm probably going to go to order at some point here. But we have the scenes of like the bathtub, like we talked about. The slime oh, yeah. tries to attack yeah. Dana and the baby, which I think is awesome looking. Um, so Dana goes to stay with Bill Murray and yep. she stays in his apartment. And then. Oh, uh I, I was going to bring up because it's the uh, Janine's going to go babysit. Yeah. For baby Oscar. And, uh, this is the scene where Lewis asks her out. Yeah. And he, she's like, Oh no, I got to babysit. But if you want to come, you know, with, and he's like, okay. And he's like, um, she says something like, uh, her place at eight or whatever. Yeah. And while he's like trying to ask her directions, there's like, he's like in the middle of the road and like, get out of the road. Yeah. He's like, what's the address? Oh, I'll get it from the W2. Yeah. He's like, he's like, like yeah. just like, <laughs> trying to figure out how, yeah. how the address was really funny. Um, and then there's like scenes I'm kind of skipped over too, like when they first, um, go see Vigo. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I actually when he gets cap. He's like captivator, uh, hypnotized. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, I don't know if that, um, possession scene later on is Vigo possessing him in the like car tied or, to it yeah. or whatever. Um, but I love the scene of the three of it's only three. There's all four of them when they go to see Vigo, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, because Winston, yeah, Winston's, Winston's the one who like hits Ray, like, "Hey, come on, man, you're right." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they all four of them walk up and they're like sucking the guts, boys, with the Ghostbusters. And like, it's a cool like, <laughs> it's a cool scene of like them walking in. 
And then, um, yeah, Ray has like this like connection to the painting. I think this painting looks so good. The I want this dude awesome on my wall. I, I think honestly, he is a terrifying foe. He yes. is man. Like, he's legit. Yeah, it's everything. It's the stance. His backstory is really cool. Yeah. yeah, uh, that he's like a mist. He's like a mysticist or yeah, sorcerer, but yeah. he's like a conqueror at the same time. Yeah. And and then like, um, I can't remember if it's Ray or Egan's talking to Bill Murray about him. And they're like, yeah, he's been shot, stabbed. Like, yeah, they basically do like a Rasputin story. I would story. say, is this supposed to be like a Rasputin yeah. slash like uh, Vlad the Impaler type yes, character or whatever? That's, that's a good way. I kinda Honestly, it's a good yeah. way to put it. Which is pretty too. cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Like, it's cool. Like, they don't show any flashbacks. It's just backstory, word of mouth. Yeah. And I think it makes it way creeper than they would be like, well, Vlad was this guy. And they do like, an, you know, like a flashback scene. Like, yeah. I'm glad they don't do any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's I like they do it with the first one too. They do it with the uh, uh, um, the architect, the architect, yeah, and they talk awesome. about that and they talk about the cult and everything. Yeah, and it's like, awesome. oh, that's really cool. Yeah, like and they don't show anything, and yeah. it's like it's just cool backstory. Left up Agreed. To, uh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. yeah, and the more I watch this movie, I'm like, I get like these like, you know, it play if if uh, no pun intended, but it makes a picture in my head of like who this guy was. I'm like, oh, that's pretty intense. Yeah. Like, yeah. But he has a cool line because right when they talked about how many times he was killed, like, you know, stabbed, shot, hung, whatever. Uh, his last right thing before he says, his head dies. Yeah. Right before, yeah. Right before his head dies. Wow. He said, death is but a doorway. Yeah. Time is but a window. I'll be back. I'll be back. And like, that's awesome. Like, that's really yeah. like, it's oh, man, like this guy's. Yeah, it's super intense. Yeah. Um, but like even like they show like this other uh, when they show his head. And they show like the river of slime. There's like this other world behind him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like another dimension. Yeah, almost. It's really, yeah. That's what I was saying, which brings me to the next scene I was going to set up is when um, Ray and Egon are developing the pictures that they took in the museum. Um, even this banter back and forth when they're trying to figure out what to do for dinner. Oh, uh, yeah. Chinese? Uh, or is like, he's uh, like, he's like pizza. He's like Italian. He's like Chicago. And like, it's just yeah. like, it, it, this feels like an improv scene. Like, it feels like if, you know, like it, yeah. it feels like a joke, um, even though I do like it. But um, yeah, they're developing all these pictures and it's the really soundtrack's cool. awesome in this movie, by it the way. Is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of cues like music, uh, just various artist stuff that's in the background during yeah. these scenes. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've played like Boingo Boingo's playing or something or um, I might say I think the soundtrack and the score are both better than the first one. I would say the scores in the first one's way better. I love the score. For the I first really one. like the score. For it's the very distinct. It's very strange that when they made this movie that they didn't get back. Use the same cues. that yeah. Burns like the, d- 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 you know, yeah, like the, it's like the perfect. It's sound a different for vibe. Yeah. I'm telling you, the first one was a it comedy. A this one's a horror movie. I feel like that's yeah. they're two different movies. Um, yeah, but I think that's the reason maybe why like the first one's not as scary. Yeah, is because that score is so like up and down. And yeah, I agree um but yeah while they're looking at all these developed pictures ray's like remember when you had me hanging like or ding like a worm on a fish hook blah blah blah. he's like that's the river of slime and like yeah. the door like slowly locks yeah. yeah and then like all the pictures set on fire it's a really cool scene yeah, that's a cool scene and then badass winston yeah his his hero theme that he gets right here is Dude, awesome. it's awesome it's so cool it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like breaking the and he like puts up the fire it's an awesome scene yeah, it's awesome okay so before we get to this whole dating scene i actually thought of something that was kind of interesting so I don't think Vigo is going after baby Oscar in particular because earlier in the movie, when Vigo and Giannis are having the conversation and he's like, uh, bring me a child that I can live so I can live mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Um, and Giannis is like a child and I don't think he has like a child in mind. That's why he's like, ah, a child. Yeah. It's, I, or I don't know. Do you think Vigo has it planned that Sigourney Weaver and Oscar are the, well, the he ones? has been spying on them, uh, through the painting, right? 
Yeah, so yeah, I guess he is. Hey, so he's yeah. been kind of like <sighs> that, spying on them, right? Yeah, that's what we're talking another, about. Okay. Another plot thing that can be kind of like, why? Like, it can be like discussed, you know? Yeah. And yeah. it's not exact because. Actually, um, it makes sense. Because, I mean, Hanto's right. Like, they're, he's watching her every day. Yeah, but that's they who's do going state after. that, like, when they're leaving this, this, the uh, psych ward, uh, they do state that, like, he needs a vessel and it's, that's why he's going after baby yeah. Oscar. Yeah. yeah. So I think he knows about. Sigourney Weaver and baby Oscar. And I think that's why he, he like zaps in the Anish's head. Like this is who we're going after. I yeah. wish, you know what I wish in the, the movie? I wish that I wish I wish if I could have one wish <laughs> it'd be in this movie that they would have wheeled that uh, Vigo painting in oh. because it's kind of weird that it's, like it's, it's already it's just already there. It's already it? there. It's already yeah. there. The slime's already there. And I Hell, feel like do like a um coming off the boat or something you know yeah. like just an introduction just to hey, show 19 deleted scenes yeah yeah we don't know uh going back to the whole spine on dana that was always a creepy scene to me where uh it's like in her peripheral vision it's like clearly looking at her he's like smiling at yeah, her yeah and then yeah. uh when she looks at it, it's like back to normal yeah it's actually a really it's, cool scene it's we know it's cool too is when <clears> um she's like she's like you know she's talking to vankman she's like i have a feeling you know it watches me it's spying on me and then they walk away and you see like his forehead try like start to protrude. Oh, out of the yeah. yeah. Dude, is that, is that like a latex thing that they probably had some guy or is that a digital? Effect? I think it's digital. I think personally. It's, yeah, I think it's okay. digital. Okay. Uh, this is this. No. Yeah, because they were pushing digital stuff around. This you time. just yell yeah. at yourself. No, no. Because <laughs> I was thinking of uh, young Sherlock Holmes. Because that's like oh, the yeah. first CGI considered movie. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty early. I mean, this is probably shot in '88, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks okay. pretty. It looks pretty good. Everything in this movie looks good for the most part. There's yeah, really not anything good. bad. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Dana and Vankman go on this date. Meanwhile, the three other Ghostbusters ask if Vankman wants to come. He says no. This is my favorite scene in the movie, dude. It's so good. It's it's it is creepy. All this stuff in the every subway. time I watch yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's crazy. So they go down below. And um, I don't think I'm skipping over anything, but Winston Winston is very he's like the smart one. He's like, we need to go back, back and get the packs. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird that yeah. they like don't go without any solid equipment. Yeah, he says this a couple of times, like, what about the packs? And um, we get two awesome scenes here because we have the abandoned railroad station. Yeah. And Egon even talks about it. He's like, yeah, derailed, killed hundreds of passengers or whatever. Which is back nice, in 1920. Yeah, yeah, which is another nice like just they go to backstories. Of it's awesome. Yeah. You know, stuff that's yeah. Happening. Yeah. And it's cool because they all like yell and they all get echoes. And when Winston <laughs> yells, there's no echo. It's weird because it's a funny thing. Because he like and it's also it's scary. Yeah. Dude, it's he's scary. Like, yeah. He's like, hey. And then there's like nothing. Yeah. And then they're like, Winston. Yeah, and so like, it's funny, but it's also like, that's scary. It's yeah. weird too how it's like, it's like purposely targeting Winston. Yeah. 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 And it's because Winston's like, obviously the one that's like most scared in this. Uh, yeah. Because they, they bring it up by talking about the rats and everything. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 Uh, which is kind of like, yeah, it, it, it's kind of interesting how it, it goes after all of them because like with Stans, <clears throat> with Ray, it goes at, at like, Tries to inhabit his, or it does inhabit his body eventually. Possesses like, yeah, him. Hip, hypnotizes him. Yeah, and then possesses yeah. him. And then, like, with Winston, you know, like, Winston's, like, the most scared in the scene, and it kind of goes after Winston's yeah. name so. and stuff. But I don't know if I'm getting this out of order, because nothing's happened yet. And then when Winston yells his name, um, or when he yells and Winston is repeated back to him, this is, I think, when we get the heads on the sticks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is so brutal. It like, is crazy. Yeah, it is so creepy. And 
I, I think the scene is they're like terrifying. eyeless corpses. Yeah. And you see like kind of the, the stumps. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of nasty. And then we follow it up with a ghost, the ghost train. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. And then it goes and it passes right through Winston. And then <laughs> Egon standing there like, yeah, cause, shaking like because that's what Egon like. gives like the background. He's like, yeah, derailed him 1920, et cetera, et cetera. And I can't remember what he asks him. He's like, but did you get a uh, I think it's like the serial number or something on it. Yeah, did you get the serial number? No. He's like, sorry, I missed it. I missed it. <laughs> and like the way his face is so like distraught. And his hair is all like, kind of poofed yeah. out. Like it's dude. like the first time, too, that Winston's like uh, able to be funny in these movies. It is. Yeah, He's had yeah. good one liners. Yes. But this is like good physical. Physical comedy. comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they go to like the next level of terror and it's they find the river of slime. Yep. And they end up Winston ends up getting pulled in. Right. Yeah, because the they're, they're trying to take a sample with that line. Yeah. And then it starts like basically pulling on him. And which I always thought looked weird because it looks like Ray throws him in. Yeah. Like because it looks yeah. very kind of like they're helping him go into the, the slime. Yeah. But yeah, basically the line pulls him in and then they're like, uh oh, I guess we better go with him. And they hold their nose and jump in with him. Yeah. Um, which of, ends awesome because I, this is like another great scene too. So they get out from the sewer, they're covered in the slime and they're just yelling at each other. It's pure chaos. And then they realize like, Hey, take off your clothes, like just do it. And so they start like, and starts playing that, it starts playing that uplifting music again. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and like they're in their pajamas and Winston's well, like, they figure out like, it's like right in front of the library. Yeah. When, yeah. Oh, cause, Cause it took them to the source. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. This is them realizing that the slime is, so it like, has to be connected to Vigo then. Yeah. I think so. Cause it leads right to the museum. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Cause it leads right, but okay. it also could be like, maybe it's because that's, I don't know. I think Cause you could also argue that like, because Vigo is like his strongest form is because the slime's leading there. Yeah. As opposed to the slime it's leading away. Because this is the most, here's why it's a little confusing if like if you're if you're if you're saying it leads him right there, if the slime originated where Vigo was, yeah, this it'd be downstream further, it'd be away from the library. Yeah, yeah. it wouldn't lead to the library. Um, Do you know what I mean? It would lead away from the library if it started at the library. Maybe yeah, it's like it's a, a, maybe it's like in Australia where the the current <laughs> reverses. <laughs> yeah, so it actually started there, but yeah. you know it's going reverse to the source space. It would make yeah. sense because there were the, the slime was trying to capture Baby Oscar in the bathtub, and so if it captured Baby Oscar, it would flow towards the museum. Yeah, but it's gonna kill Oscar by doing like a again the blob. It's gonna pull him through that drain. Yeah, and it's like just gonna kill this baby. Oh, that sounds that's all very brutal, Hanto. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just trying <laughs> yeah, to look, I'm just the trying fact to, that you mentioned the blob. It was like, you know, what he's talking about. Yeah, I know exactly. What he's talking. I'm about. just trying yeah. to paint a picture here. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a good one. Picture. It's not a good one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not good. I'm I just think, trying to figure out what the, the what the uh, what the goal was for the slime. If it's working with Vigo or vice versa. I'm going to say 2021. This is the most dissecting we've done to a movie all year. I can't wait to see the deleted scenes. Like, oh, yeah. I really do feel like you're right. It's going to answer. We questions. should do a 10 minute bonus episode in February. Just being like, we watched the deleted scenes. And yeah, and and the biggest the question in the movie, the biggest question is at the end of the movie. It's oh. like, how the hell does that painting get there? Yeah. And is it also haunted? We'll yeah. get there. What the hell is that all about? Yeah. So, yeah. So they realize it takes them to the, the museum. Winston's like, what's going on? I was about to kill you. Um, it's a really cool scene. And so they go, I, I know this is totally out of order, but they go to the restaurant yeah. to get yeah. Bankman 
And for some reason, they get arrested for causing like a disturbance. It's a really yeah, weird they're scene. tossing slime all over the place onto the, the patrons. And then for some reason, they get sent to the mayor's office. But the mayor isn't there. It's uh, Kurt Fuller instead. Yeah. Uh, and then he basically gets him committed. But what's great is uh, no, because they do talk to the mayor right here. Oh, they do. Yeah, they talk to the mayor because they're in their PJs in the office. Oh, yeah, because he's talking about was uh, this a pajama party? Yeah. yeah. And then Dan Array has probably one of my favorite lines in the movie. He's like, sir, he's like, I just want to let you know I'm a really big fan. And almost 50 percent of us voted for you in the last election. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, I was going to mention that. That's like my favorite line. So when you really think almost, about it, almost. only Ray was yeah, the one. Almost. Who voted. almost. Uh, which I think is hysterical. Um, but to go back, I know this is out of order, but um when they do the slime in the toaster. Yeah. Um, because they're trying to figure out what it does. I actually enjoy the sanding. It's a fun scene. The, the toast, they put the slime in the toaster is in afterlife. Oh, um, is it? Yeah. Oh, is it I was watching him making of, yeah, it's in his kitchen. Oh. It's like a really, like, is quick. there no slime in afterlife? I don't think so. I don't think there is. I don't no. think there's a jar yeah. or anything. No, I don't think there is either. Um, or I watched, um, there's like eight or nine videos of, um, Adam, um, from, um, um mythbusters oh okay. okay and they're all on youtube and there's one episode where he just goes on set and he looks at everything in the house it's really cool yeah and then there's one where he drives the ecto and he gets to dissect that and oh play cool. with it. he's a cool movie geek yeah, yeah. Uh, like, adam savage i think is his name yeah. adam savage. and the coolest thing there's a whole episode where they had him make the aztec death whistle from afterlife oh so okay. it's the entire episode is him he's like He's like, I made eight of these. Two of them are for the movie. Two are for stunt props. Two oh, wow. are did for. He, so he, did he make props for yeah, the movie? Yeah, he designed it. Oh, yeah, I just that it. one. Wow. Just the death whistle. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he has like, an intern that works with them. And it's a really cool episode. And it's like fun to watch him yeah. make this ass. He's got an whistle. interesting YouTube channel if they ever check it I've out. I've been watching it ever since the Ghostbusters thing. I've Is been it, watching was it that lot. what it was on? It was yes. on that yeah, okay. it was on a YouTube channel. Yeah. He does a weird one called 15 Minute Builds or something okay. like okay. that. Have you know what I'm talking about? I don't think I've seen that. And it's like him building props, but it's always kind of weird because it's like it's like kind of a, a trick because it's like, OK, he's going to build the say the helmet from 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. And then you get to the video and it's like, well, actually, I'm just going to paint it today. I already built it. I was like, well, that's not a 15 minute build. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 It's, kind of it's something like that. It's something quick builds or yeah. something. Um, but yeah, I know that's completely like earlier in the movie when they do the toaster thing. Um, but going back to your Egon thing and he's like, He's like, you don't sleep with it, do you? And like Ray and Egan kind of look at each other and like, <clears throat> and like, I always thought that was so weird. I never knew what they were insinuating, like, like in a sexual manner or just kind of like, I think just like sleeping with it, like napping with it. Oh, okay. Like, like consoling it, making yeah, it cons- happy. Yeah. Because the sleeping thing can be taken either way. Yeah, and then just the way like Venkman's like, you hound. And like, it's yeah, very like, yeah. kind of like he did something dirty, but like he made the slime. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is a this is a family show. It's a family show. How come it's not reacting to anything? And they show him just smiling when he gets kissed by like, yeah. sort of, like <laughs> and then that would be like a total like boy, you know, yeah. like they go to the next scene basically. <laughs> so uh, he made this line. Uh, okay, so the Ghostbusters are in jail, and it's dark. Like they're like in straight jackets. Yeah. The music's intense. They get committed basically. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know, actually, I've heard them this before they get put away. They're running the Bobby Brown. Or oh, no, yeah. Or no, or is there a lead? Or no, as they're arriving, one of the two. Yeah. Um, At the mayor's office. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Bobby Brown did two awesome songs for the soundtrack, um, On Your Own, which is cool. So, you know, or, um, you know, that song On Your Own, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? It's like played yeah. when they get out. 
So in the year 1989, there were two songs that kept fighting for one and two in the country. And go and on your own by Bobby Brown only reached a two. And number one the entire time was Prince's Bat Dance. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So what a weird year. I know, right? yeah. <laughs> um to be like these like uh, very popular artists doing just like their movie. best like movie interpretation songs. Right, right, yeah. right. Different bat time. dance. Yeah. Out of all the Batman songs on that, that was like huge. Yeah. I didn't really like dance. Oh, the bat, yeah, the bat dance is kind of weird. It's like nine it's a weird minutes. One. It's of, like, yeah. 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 But it's awesome. Yeah. It's just like, it just seems, it's not the one I would have picked from that LP the, to be uh, the number one. I would have picked the, uh, if it was the Prince song, I would do the, the parade. Oh, yeah. yeah. Party Man. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yes, yeah, so they run into Bobby Brown for like a quick cameo and they're in the straight jackets. They go into like the quote unquote like asylum, the white room, or and they're interrogated by someone who is returning to the podcast, Brian Doyle Murray. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, from Scrooged. I yeah. think it might be the only other thing we've done with him. I think so. But he pops in a lot of Bill Murray movies. Oh, yeah. And he's I think one of his bigger roles is Christmas Vacation as the boss. Yes. Yep. Uh, that always. OK. Side like side thing. Right? It's odd, right? It's odd because if you know anything about Bill Murray and the feud with him and Chevy Chase on SNL, it's really weird that Bill Murray's brothers having to act alongside Chevy Chase in a Christmas story. Yeah. yeah. Or Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Isn't it that strange? Is yeah, it's a little weird. Because, like, I mean, like, they got into a legit, like, fist fight. Oh, on, really? On the set of SNL. Oh, yeah. Wow. Like, before a skit, they got into, like, a huge fight yeah. on the set. Yeah, so it's been, like, a known feud. It's, like, a, a really... But, ironically enough, in the past, like, week or two, I guess there was pictures of Chevy Chase and Bill Murray went and got lunch or something like no, that. No, they didn't! Really? Yeah, yeah something, like, completely random Oh, like that. man, I gotta yeah. look that up. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, so they're in the asylum. They end up getting out because the mayor sees the sky as, you know, Cause going yeah, I crazy. He, I think he asked the Ghostbusters. He's like, oh, I had He's like, committed. I had not committed. And he, like, fires them. Yeah. And the way that when the mayor looks out and sees the sky like this, every time the sky turns purple outside, I look out the window and I'm like, somebody get me the Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the song kicks on. I do it when anytime somebody rolls up to my house and I'm like, the Titanic just arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, we had that montage of like Ghost City. Yeah, we've kind of yeah. and we kind of talked about it. Like, yeah, I was gonna say um, with the with the pro boys, Anytime I go to the gym, I'm like somebody called Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at uh, late nights, you're like, I made this. <laughs> God. And you're pouring it into your toaster and you're playing music. <laughs> your love lifting me. <laughs> so anyway, um, this place is filthy. So there's like all these cool things. You get the slime. <laughs> The slime's like dripping down from the theater, which yeah. is really cool looking. Yeah. You have the girl with the fur coat uh, comes back to life. You have a monster like walking through the city, which is really cool. Like, yeah, uh, it looks more like a projection. It's kind like of. Um, like a poltergeist ghost. Yeah. From the movie. Poltergeist. Yeah. I don't know why people are more freaking out more about this. And they're all like, no, but the library's covered in jello. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. looks delicious. But there's a <laughs> fucking rain core down in like. <laughs> Like downtown and yeah, you're like, from Jabba's, Jabba's uh, palace or whatever. But the books are in there. Yeah, the books. Are. It's cool chaos because it cuts like the police station and they're like, what kind of dinosaur was it? And they're like, they're sort of like all these police officers like taking these calls. It's yeah, really cool to hear it all. Yeah. All the meanwhile, the song that's playing is uh, Glenn Fry, who did okay. Miami Vice. Oh, cool. Um, right. Is that Glenn Fry? Did Miami he, did Vice? A, he was on Miami Vice. I thought he song created the for theme. Miami. Yeah. No, like, no, you're thinking of... Um, no, he didn't do the theme for Miami. Oh, no, I totally thought he did. Okay, uh, I've always thought that for sure. Oh reason. my god, I'm blanking on. Hanta's looking it up right now. Who did the theme or what Glenn Fry did? Yeah, who did the theme for Miami Vice? Oh, the theme to Miami. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. you're talking about the Jamie Foxx movie? Uh, you're thinking of Linkin Park. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is like the, uh, the coolest scene in I'm the movie. I'm just going to keep talking. <laughs> uh, Ed Strank and Jan Hammer. Yeah, it's Jan Hammer. Okay, okay. I don't know those names. Yeah. So yeah. I always assumed it was Glenn Fry, but yeah. Um, so yeah, and then we get this awesome scene, which is so creepy. But um, uh, the cop is like, yeah, we just got a call from some dock supervisor. He said the Titanic just uh, arrived. Yeah, it's a wow. And it's like Cheech Marin. Yeah. Like watching these, like what a creepy. Which is one of the, like what a random cameo. It's like weird that they didn't get uh, uh, Tommy Chong. Yeah, that it is weird. Been a, it would have been a perfect kind of Actually, like. Actually, that would have been Yeah, why didn't they? But it's almost kind of strange where you're like, why is Cheech Marin in this just for that For the one, one line of. Deleted yeah. scene. Better late than never. Yeah, which yeah. is actually kind of awesome. It's pretty yes. good. It yeah. shows all the uh, the uh, people on the Titanic walking off yeah. the ship, which is great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Ghostbusters, uh, the mayor gets the Ghostbusters oh, out. I'm sorry. They look awesome, by the way. Oh, yeah. The ghosts. Yeah, the ghosts look awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's creepy. They, they look glow and that, everything. Re, like the black underneath their eyes yeah. and everything. Even and, the, the ship is glowing too, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what. Hu- they're, like, it's got the huge hole in the, the hole. Yeah, yeah. I hope these deleted scenes are just like bonkers, man. I hope there's some good When's scary stuff. February 1st. Okay, you have to buy this. I know, I know. Like, it would be stupid for you not to buy You got to buy my old box set off me, though. Yeah, so, that's fine. That's the only. Um, <laughs> or you could just give it to me. Give it to you? Did you see how much this box it is? Yeah, but I bought that for you for a birthday gift. Yeah. Yeah, now I got to buy it back. Yeah. yeah. So the, like in total, I'm going to end up. How much are you selling it for? I don't know. 30 bucks. 30 bucks? Yeah, that thing is like. <laughs> I bought it for 50. Yeah, you, you're you getting a deal. Did you see how much this box it is? Guess how much this box it is. I don't care about how much the box it is. Guess how much the box it is. I don't want to spend right, $80 play, on these Ghostbusters on these Ghostbusters. Game, guess, what's the budget? <laughs> what's the budget on this box set? Guess how much uh, the box set is. $98. Matt, one hundred and ten dollars, one hundred and fifty dollars. Holy moly! That's really not that bad. <laughs> if you just wait I a little see bit, the look in Matt's mind where he was like, "That's a lot." That's really not that bad. Yeah, but you're gonna. Uh, it's gonna be New Year, New You, and you know, like, and I take support chances. That. Uh, I support that, but uh, it's like kind of worth it because if you just wait a couple days, it's, it's in probably my best go interest. Where, yeah, where, who's releasing it? Uh, Amazon. Is it Amazon? No, 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 Amazon? No. I mean, I don't I don't know who's releasing it. It's on Amazon and Best Buy. Okay, but, usually yeah. Amazon will like if you like wait up leading up to that, yeah. that week, like it drops. They said it might drop to 100. That's the rumor going on. If it drops so. to 100 then yeah, that's worth yeah. it. So, then we'll that way you can sell your 4K to me for like 20 bucks. It's a 5 disc set for 30 bucks. Use. Yeah, but it's also like obsolete now. Why is it obsolete? Or not obsolete. Out of print. It's like it's not worth anything anymore because now you got all the bonus features and everything on yours. So anyway, the Ghostbusters get out of uh, they're released from the asylum. I'm screwed. Uh, they're released from the asylum. Bobby Brown kicks on. And now we're at like the climax of the movie because yeah. they go to the museum. They see it's cl- covered in slime and they really don't have any idea what to do. And there's a really cool scene because they even try to uh, light try, it up. Like, like, yeah. yeah. And they try to shoot it and it doesn't work. And then they talk about how they like need something pure, something decent. They see the Statue of Liberty on yeah. the license plate. They climb up to the license plate or the license plate. They climb up to the Statue of Liberty and they have this idea of, you know, like, all right, well, shoot it with slime. It'll come to life and we'll have it break through the wall of slime. And I don't I think this is cool. It's cheesy, but it's cool. It makes sense because the Statue of Liberty is supposed to represent like happiness Simple. and the only way yeah. to get through the, the well, slime the other is thing everyone's getting excited yeah so it's bringing everybody together yeah so it's kind of changing the mood so the slime's like weakened yeah. exactly yeah um 
but yeah, it's really cool. I love watching these slime packs as we're oh, shooting yeah. them. Um, and Dan Aykroyd's got like a stogie hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, um, he's a he's a smoker in these movies because he's yeah. smoking a cigarette while he's working on the car in the first movie. Yeah. And then he's smoking the stogie in this one. Yeah. Um, and I love, yeah, these packs are awesome because I think only Ray and Winston wear them and the other, yeah. uh, Egon and Vakeman wear the regular ones. like doing the wires and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they play, um, um, I can't think of the, yeah. Lifting me higher. And it gets <laughs> like actual a, sound bite. Uh, Statue of Liberty all pumped up. Breaks through. It's like molding. Higher and higher. Yeah, higher and higher. And uh, hence the words of the chorus. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> you would have got there. Yeah, Statue of Liberty walks through like the water comes up into the city and like people are like jacked and man what a what a good uh marketing push for that controller by nintendo yeah right i, I actually had that did you up. i remember seeing it all the time i never had yeah, it but, yeah um so they control the statue of liberty they get to the museum and they're able to break through the slime and this is a cool scene too because um they're like hanging down on wires like yeah. coming through it's yeah. really cool looking um, which I seen we totally skipped over was when baby yeah. Oscar gets stolen. Oh, by uh nanny. We talked Not about nanny. it. Though. We talked about yeah. it briefly, but yeah, but, but totally and uh Janine are babysitting, and it is so creepy because baby Oscar crawls out onto the ledge, and then um You see um, in the distance like uh Janusz. Yeah, it's kind of like a wicked wit witch uh song yeah, going yeah. like basically riding a bike with a basket and then the yeah. arm like stretches and his, out. Like, eyes turn red and he grabs yeah. the baby. It's really creepy. Again, ill defined. I don't know how he has these abilities. Go with it. Yeah. Um, the slime. Yeah. Sure. Just blame everything on the slime yeah. at this point. So Egon slime, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Dana's at Makes the museum. Everybody feel good. Dana's at the museum, um, which is such a cool looking scene because the trailer for this is what it was was Dana walking up, the wind's blowing, there's paper oh, everywhere. Interesting. And in a second she walks in, like the doors go shut and slime like covers the building. It is so like, cool looking. Ghostbusters too. Come and see you at the near you. <laughs> All will be carved. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I love the way this looks when it's just like dripping all yeah, the steps. It's so yeah, good looking. Yeah. Um but yeah so the Ghostbusters break into the museum. They go to save Dana and Oscar and since this is like our last 15 minutes, it's at the showdown with mm-hmm. uh, Vigo and Vigo puts like a uh, a trance on them type thing he where they like, can't move. He like shoots like tasers at them. Basically. Yeah. And they yeah. get stunned and they're on the like locked on the ground. It's same as yeah. the first movie. They get stunned. They're on the ground. Yeah. Basically. This is after he's come out of the painting, too, which I think is so cool. Yeah. Looking. Yeah. Um, but once they're able to break free. They get Vigo back into the painting. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably start, going out. Of, um, I'm getting out of order because Ray gets possessed right here. Yeah. Um, but it's really creepy when Ray gets possessed. He looks weird. Yeah, it is he looks gnarly? It is yeah. so creepy looking. Um, he's uh, this is a precursor to nothing but trouble. His character, in nothing. Yeah, but trouble. it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I never understood what Vigo says right here. Um, they're like Ray, Ray, and then, like no. Vigo turns around. He's like, "No, I'm Ray. Yeah. Am Vigo? No. I don't know what he says. It's something. I Ray am Vigo. That's what I always thought it was. Yeah. Um, but they end up shooting Vigo to the point where like, it, like Ray's sp- body falls out, splits basically. Yeah, and then Vigo's back into the painting, and they're basically just shooting a head, which yeah. I think looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the head's creepy. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, Tully has gotten a proton pack, hopped on a, a bus with Slimer driving. Oh, it's you. Well, I sure hope you have your license. <laughs> and 
it's great because while they're destroying Vigo, he's shooting it. He's shooting it. So when the slime dissipates from the building, uh, I gotta say, I love uh, Lewis's reaction here because they're like all cheering. He's like, yeah, it's I'm a, a Ghostbuster, Ghostbuster. <laughs> and everybody's like super pumped. For it. It's a really cool like, scene. Him and yeah, it's yeah. Great. Do you think he actually act, does something in the scene, or I is it just all for show? I think he probably helps out a little bit. Yeah, I, I always think, like. The, I don't think he does. I always like to stay, think yeah. that he like it was like uh like the the power has he's drained. weakening on yeah there so he basically like is as, breaking it up yeah as they're weakening but regardless okay. he had a cool moment and yeah. that's awesome for yeah. him um but yeah so they save the day ghostbuster uh, song kicks on and we get one weird thing in the movie that i don't quite understand oh yeah i never understood we this. can go ahead and dissect this movie like no other but for some reason they, they say like Yanish, um, the slimes turn positive. So Yanish and Ray are like in good spirits. Yeah. And they walk past and they see this painting. And I think the slime created it, but it's all four Ghostbusters and baby Oscar. And they're dressed in like togas. It's um, really weird. It's I really don't know. weird. Is it, it? Is this painting haunted or? It makes no sense. And honestly, this would be the biggest scare for me ever seen everything. What is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got to burn it. Yeah, we, we have to. But yeah, it doesn't. I don't understand. I don't know if it's like the slime went to a positive thing. So the slime created like a positive painting. Oh, it's like yeah. um, it's like that uh, PBS show Ghostwriter where it starts like it's like yep. their friend. Oh, man. Ghostwriter. Now it's their friend. Like the slime is their right. friend. And it's like, yeah, what was it, that? What was the show about the dog who was a detective? Matt used to watch it. Oh, Wishbone? Wishbone. Oh, Wishbone, yeah. It was like yeah. Wishbone and Ghost Rider were always yeah. on together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know where this painting comes from. I don't know. It Ghost, doesn't, yeah, yeah, it's weird. It but doesn't make any sense. But what they should do is just start shooting slime at all these uh, canvases, and they just sell the art for a crap yeah. ton of oh, money. there you then, go. Because yeah, so. you know they're going to lose their job again as Ghostbusters. Oh, absolutely, yeah. They ruined yeah. the city of... Uh, uh, paranormal activity basically yeah yeah and uh spoiler alert some is uh, nfts for the new <laughs> <laughs> for afterlife is the same exact story as ghostbusters 2 where it's like oh yeah like everybody disbanded and like nobody like nobody remembers nobody remembers the ghosts and... well they talk about they say in afterlife and then throughout the 90s that they had jobs but as we turn on it I just think. started dwindling they weren't yeah, yeah one of them goes. went and fought casper Oh, how, yeah. come the, how come the Casper movie's not in that? Uh, I know the that, canon that of Blu-ray box dude, set. Every time I think about Casper, I, I think of Dan Aykroyd right on the steps. He's like, "Who gonna call?" And he's like, "Someone else." Yeah, and like, there's he's a, got a mustache in it. Yeah. There's a weird scene in that movie with Mel uh, Gibson. No, wait, Mel Gibson's in. Yeah, yeah do you Mel remember Gibson's when Bill Pullman gets um, uh, possessed? And he turns into Clint Eastwood and Mel yeah. Gibson and then the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, there's a, um, is it Father Sarducci from, uh, it's like a. His head gets spun around. Yeah, he's walking out and his head's on backwards. Yeah. yeah. It's horrifying. Yeah, he's like smoking a cigar too. Yeah, like, he's just like, he's just walking away. Like that yeah. guy's dead. Yeah. It's a weird scene. It's really yeah. creepy. Um, I even forgot what we're talking about. So yeah, so the painting. Yeah. The painting. So yeah. Um, Ghostbusters theme kicks on. They walk outside. Everybody cheers. And then we see the next day that they're having like this ceremony, oh, yeah, award ceremony at the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Um, and then meanwhile, we get this killer soundtrack and that's Ghostbusters 2. Now, I really want to see what you guys think about this movie, because I feel like you guys can either give it a really bad rating or a really good reading. But on Rotten Tomatoes, I think I said I had a 51 percent. No, 53 percent. OK, so I'll start off. I gave Ghostbusters one hundred. Oh wow! I gave oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gave Afterlife a ninety. I think I'm gonna give this a ninety-five. Okay. This movie 
I I love the soundtrack. I love the horror elements of it. I think it looks great. I think Winston's awesome in it. Um, is it kind of a rehash of the first one? Sure, but I think it's told in a different light as far as like the Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2 or yeah. like mm. comedy versus horror. Um, I, I'll i probably watch this movie tomorrow. Um, well, not to date the podcast, but I watch it at the end of the year because it's yeah. a New Year's movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, 95 for me. I know people do not like this movie. I love it. So, Matt, what do you got? Uh, I think I'd give about an 80, 80 to 85%. Okay. Uh, I think the problem is the first one's so, it's a very, very tight story. Yeah. Um, and I do like the second one more, a little bit more for like the fact that Winston's in it more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that there's more like. You say Winston's in it more or Winston's Zed more. Oh, yeah, that's, so oh that's good. Yeah. Good. Uh, and then there's more going on with like the chemistry between all four of the characters. I hate some of the story rehashing stuff from yeah. the first one. Yeah. And then all the questions we have about like the plot and the slime and all that and like the painting. Yeah. I feel like kind of bumps it down for me because I'm like. It's like they because uh, it's like there's smart storytelling there, but then they get kind of lazy with like, well, we need something to end this movie with. Like, what if there's a painting of them? And it's like, OK, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. And it just feels like, OK, that that's kind of out of place and doesn't really say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's supposed to be a comedic element, which it is kind of like, oh, that's funny. But you're like, and then you go, wait, where did that come from? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it's just kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, overall, like I've seen this movie several times. I think I've always bragged about this movie doing an awesome balance of comedy and horror as being one of the forefronts for it because i feel like the first ghostbusters well yeah i'd say the first ghostbusters there too uh but they they both are like uh, a great um balance of those two genres Mm -hmm. which are really both hard to do on their own and sometimes people will be lazy about horror and be like oh well we're gonna make it funny because they're afraid to make a really scary movie yeah and but then the comedy is not really that funny either Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like they hide behind it but this is like, yeah, both these movies are great balance. And I'll continue to watch this movie several times over. Yeah. I'm only giving it a lower rating probably because we had to review it for the podcast. Yeah. And I was looking at it through like analytical eyes. Sure you time. did. Yeah, you totally did. Yeah. Um, but Which I'm also fine. very excited to see what this deleted footage is going to be because it could explain a lot I'm of so things. Bummed. Yeah. So, OK, so 95 for me, 85 for me. Yeah, I'll give it 85. And then Hanto, what you got? I'll probably give it like a 75. Five? 75. Maybe 80. Okay. For a movie you watched four times this year, you're going to get I had to. I had to do it for the podcast. Sure. I'm dedicated. Yeah, clearly. Remember back in the early in the early days, the early years, the olden times yeah. of the podcast, I used to watch these movies like about four times in preparation for the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Did this feel like a struggle to watch it four times? Uh, only because we kept pushing the podcast back. That's true. So, so we, we only pushed it back a week. No, we were supposed to do it like you a watched while it back. four times this week I, on four different TVs at the same time. Yeah, it was like it was like uh, the architect in the Matrix movie <laughs> with all those TVs. I would kill for a room that played Ghostbusters two on all those TVs. So, what did you say? An eighty? Uh, I'll give it an 80, eighty for nostalgia purposes. Okay. Gets docked because of the rehashing of the first movie, pretty much. Yeah. And what we discussed is like a lot of the stuff is kind of inexplicable mm-hmm. as far as like what is the slime. How does it, you know, coincide with the main antagonist? But they got a lot of iconic scenes in this movie as far as like um, just like a, it's a memorable villain, you know, for the most part. Yeah. And there's just a lot of scenes that are, you know, I remember as a kid and continue to remember today, like as if I watched it when I was a kid. Uh, I will say music's pretty awesome. And 
What was the last thing I was going to say? I can't remember. I'm just talking at the point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, about 80, I would say 80% um, okay. gets docked because um, I watched it so many times this this month alone. <laughs> and, right. uh, but yeah, kind of, you know, tag on what Matt said. Basically, everything he was saying is kind yeah. of what I agree with. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. So uh, really quick, Chris, which one? I know you you uh, you teased about this when we covered Ghostbusters one uh, about how you gave it 100 percent. But you think Ghostbusters two is better than Ghostbusters, yeah, which 1. makes no sense. Kind of like the whole plot of the slime and Vigo. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah. The screenwriters wrote my reviews for me. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no, I'll say the first one has 100 percent for me. This one has a 95. So you do like one better than two. I do. Yeah. It's okay. a tighter movie. Yeah. Um, it's such a great idea. Oh, yeah. I don't know I was going to tag on my my review. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> lack of practical effects. Uh, they It seems like they went more digital on some of these effects, like the, the slime. Okay. And like the... I see the slime. Crawl, a lot of the slime's practical. Yeah, though. but it's like crawling out like the tub. Yeah. I think that's... Them. Real. That slime's practical. Oh, is it? Yeah. I think the slime... It just looks and, weird, and it, I guess. If you look... I think the reason why it looks weird, because I'm pretty sure it's like a uh it's a hand puppet and okay. it's a split shot where like it's like a kind of a mat shot yeah, yeah, yeah. where uh somebody's operating a like, like a, puppet a small basically. version of the tub and then the other version the other shot is okay. Okay. them running out of the scene okay, okay. you know what i mean for the slime okay. in the bathtub yeah oh i think it's all one scene oh, oh no, yeah yeah not. i see what you're it's one you're shot but i'm, yeah. th- I'm yeah. saying it's a combination shot of two shots together yeah. yes i just think with the first looks a little off i think with the first movie there's a lot of like set design um especially with like the 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 ritual or the yeah the gozer and all that yeah and then you know the marshmallow man there's a lot of practical there but yeah. um i think it kind of lacked in that department although the the creature design the ghosts were really cool looking yes that's a good way of balancing so. it yeah i actually got a stay puff marshmallow man uh shirt for christmas and it's all blue and it's its head in the middle and on the sleeve it says the choice has been made oh, oh really? that's cool yeah that was pretty neat nice um but yeah, so if I had to rank them, 100 for the first one, 95 for the second, 90 for Afterlife, and then after rewatching 2016, I'll give that a 70. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for uh, doing a Ghostbusters month. I've been actually yeah. ecstatic to be able to talk about these movies. Yeah. Um, all we need left is a Scream month and a Ghost or uh, Back to the Future month, and I'm and, uh, in the oh, really? yeah. Lethal Weapon month. And I do sure. want to do two and four eventually. Finish up. Back to the Future might be kind of tough because. As far as like, I, I don't know if, if you guys are this way, but when I watch Back to the Future, they're all one movie. It has to be watched. Yeah, I can't so watch one of them I and then watch. I can, away. I can, I can toggle between. I can them. watch all three of. I have to watch all three of it's them. It's one movie for me. Well, too. if I watch like yeah. three, I can go back and watch one and two. Like, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying, it's like I, I can't like just watch one of them. So it's yeah. like, therefore, it's. I, I almost feel like they all have the same review because okay. it's a continuing story. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yep. So maybe Back to the Future trilogy be one episode. It's like reviewing episodes of a TV show and be like, oh, yeah, I like episode one. Because they two. are like pretty yeah. much like back, like the uh, picks up where the last one left off. Yeah. yeah. It is a continuous like. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that's our last episode of 2021. Uh, well, finishing up. It. I think we released like 52 episodes or no, not 52. It's like 47 or 48 episodes. It was a busy year. year. Yeah. yeah. Was it really? Yeah. We released yeah. a lot of episodes. Yeah. I need to do a letterbox list of all the movies we watched. Oh, that's a really good I'm going to do actually. it this year. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, that wraps up the year, wraps up Ghostbuster month. Um, we have a few things we want to talk about. Uh, January, wild card month. Wild we don't, card. You don't know what's coming. We, wild we, card. Hey, we don't know what's we're coming. We're still figuring out because it's wild card out. month. So yeah, we're all just going to pick movies we wanted to talk about that we know 
we kind of have to force the other two to talk about. Yes, that um, is the plot of the January episode. So the, there's like things so like I want to talk about Scream 4, but like, or do I want to push it and really pick something I know you guys have no interest in? Yeah, like, like Scream 4. Like, yeah, Scream 4. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> or something I watched from my childhood. Like Fever Pitch, right? <laughs> I would um, say, Haunted, this is like the perfect time to torture us. Yeah. yeah you, with you, that, that childhood. Uh, a childhood. Fa- that, <laughs> this, that family movie you're like, where you're like, you always bring up those movies. You're like, yeah, me and my family used to watch the hell out of this movie. Ooh, it's going to be Wild yeah. Card. Wild yeah. Card. So we're excited about that. Um, and then February will be um, Black History Month that yeah. we've done the past couple of years. Yeah. And then March will be Martial Arts. Um, sorry, Haunted, there's no more Passenger 57s. Um, so we can't you continue on with that. Is bastard. April uh, six? <laughs> is April six months to hell? No, yeah, half, no. Halfway to Halloween. Halfway to Halloween yeah. is April. Yeah. So yeah. So and then we'll have that coming up here soon. So usually at the beginning of the year we have like kind of our standards of like, like I said, February, March, and like Aprilish. We kind of have the same thing. But January, so like, yeah. Any of those months that we've laid out, like, feel free to request one movie. And we yeah. may cover it for the podcast. Yeah, please do. Yeah. And you can always martial do that. arts movies. We need some martial arts picks. Yeah, I want some I good ones this year. Arts. Just leave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> you right. sound like the guy from uh, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, yeah. You well, can, you can. What is it? Uh, he's like, what? Well, I'm a professional. I'm, relax. I'm a professional. Uh, you speak English? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what country do you think we're in? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, um, we need some good martial arts movies, something fun to talk about. So if you got them, lay it on us. You can hit us up on Facebook or you can email us at cinemacultpodcast at gmail.com and, and oh, uh, use that Anchor uh, FM link that I leave in the descriptions. Uh, you can leave a voicemail on there. And was there anything else you want to announce? Uh, um, yeah, so we're actually going to be guest judges for a film festival over in the UK called the 14 film festival that will be taking place uh in the fall of 2022 yeah yeah we're very excited to participate in this yeah yeah we got some time away before uh we actually do it yeah we have quite a bit of uh to go through but uh it will be very exciting to yeah participate. we'll mention a couple of times um so yeah we got some big things happening next year um probably a few changes like we do every year not sure exactly what those are yet we'll discuss it um but as always if you've been listening the entire time or you just started thank you so much for listening We love doing it. We hope you love listening to it. Thank you so much for a great year. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And Happy New Year. We'll see you next year.